my rant this week. Well, have you, have I told you, you've known me for a while, have I told you my thoughts on bathroom etiquette? No, but I'm about to tell you mine on food okay. etiquette. Well, I mean, yes, I, I don't like that food etiquette here. I don't, uh, you are intently looking at the label. Is it Stephen Colbert's eyes that you're saying? That's either or? he's looking at his eyes or he's trying to figure out, oh, is this going to match my gains that I'm so, trying to get? Like, 63 grams of fat and like 1,200 calories. In Fuck. I mean, do you think that's a good thing? I've that? never looked at nutrition. Austin, <laughs> has, Austin has some whole ass metabolism. He must just shit fucking jets. Yeah, I saw you doing yoga. Well, I, I did it one time. I guess I shouldn't say I do it. Like, I was, yeah, but okay. Whenever I start to feel like I'm eating fat, I do yoga. Huh. It keeps me. Good. I yeah, can do some doubt in this fucking yoga is not fat burning. Go ahead. I literally so that yoga can definitely be fat. Burning. Okay, hot yoga oh. sure, but I'm guaranteed. You want to make a bet? Yoga, nerdy. You've done yoga. Is in P90X. Is it not some of the hardest shit you've ever done in your life? It's the hardest like video out of all of them. Yeah, de- I, I hate them. yoga. But like, do you do it after you eat some food? Because it depends. You might not I be burning it. fat. You might just be burning glycogen. Who cares? I don't like. So this is your time. Rather, I wouldn't rush. No, it's no. There's no time. Let's talk. I okay. would much rather be like. I'm a little bit overweight right now. I got a gut, but I would much rather be like flexible and overweight than skinny and like not flexible. I'd I'd really like to do yoga. It gets you the you good head. Try. It gets you the good head space. Bring my iPad. Do that it. kind of stuff and like you know. I just want to be It'll flexible. Up your blood. Sometimes dog like whenever I like. So the nicest I've felt too. I've gone on the treadmill or done whatever in the nice like. 15 to 20 minute stretch feels fantastic. Dude, stretching. Tell me about your chicken gains. Chicken gains. Well, you're just eating a bunch of chicken. I'll tell you what I had today, Pat. I had an egg uh, and sausage burrito with chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. Someone made that and was like, they were like at 9 30, like burritos and chocolate chip cookies were in there. I was like, what? It was the best combo ever. They were so good. Whatever you had for lunch. Dinner, lunch, dinner, or whatever. Uh-huh. Was fucking amazing, dude. It was. I'll get to that. I had. I, si- I had six of those burritos though, and uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then at twelve thirty, I had a T bone and potatoes. It was a really fucking good. Dude. He is the it best just, member. Had a good fats in there and everything, and cheesy potatoes. And now uh, I just had sushi in this, and that's all. He is blessed with a good metabolism because I, right. I could eat like I that shit. I could eat like that. Yeah, I could eat like that shit when I was in high school. Uh, but I can't tell. Like you actually, I've never thought about you what actually are, You're actually lean because when I get, you know, when I get skinny fat, I get a little sin on me. But I've never really ever seen you with a gut eating Judy's fucking food, eating a tub of ice cream at yeah, you know, I don't even six o'clock. I did like the ruck, you know, like so I do stuff like that. Where all of a sudden, out of the blue, I'll do something that kind of just like sets yeah, me up to be in shape for a long a time. Fuck ton of calories, I'm sure. Yeah. Speaking of Judy's food, how is homecoming? Oh, homecoming was interesting. I had to run the meeting because I was the alumni association president. And I told everybody when they came in there, I was like, well, I haven't ran a meeting in my entire life. So we'll see how this goes. At work, and, you haven't uh, ran a meeting or anything like that? All right. Well, I, okay. So like a congregation. Okay. So yeah, I've ran a meeting at work. Oh, God. But I like, as far as like Robert, as far as like, yeah, as far as like Robert's rules of order, like I haven't ran a, a that's what it's fucking called, nerdy. You were the president of Sigtal one time, like oh, uh, Sigtal that's called that. What? That's that the f- whole fucking thing about like you know, call the question and like you know, and that actually called Robert. Robert. All in favor, all opposed. Yeah, it's like Mo- stupid. Motion passes. Was yeah. Robert a Sigtal? Mo- 
No, it's just like it's normal. Just, it's okay. like normal. No, it's just standardized like, like way of running meetings. Okay. But I tried my best doing it. I I did a decent job like running the meeting, and I was like, my God, this is a surprise. Like, I didn't expect me to do. I, don't, I didn't expect me to run the meeting that well. And I was the tea master. Uh, homecoming overall it was. Oh my God, it was, it was pretty good. I wish there were more people like around our age that were down there. But there mm-hmm. were there were a few guys down there that made it fun. But yeah, the tea master. I was. I was happy. Like the funniest thing that happened down there. Um, I don't know. J Daddy's fun to hang out with. I really enjoy hanging out. There was no like funny thing. No one like fucking farted on someone off a roof or I don't know some shit like like pooped in a box or whatever it was. Let's see. No, not really. Um, Wow. No, I lost both my games of beer died. The first one I played, I kind of wanted to play with Dusty the first time because I was like, he's. Dusty, I hate it. Because yeah. and I and I said this, I said this to him. I said, "There's no reason you should be good at beard eye because you are just exceedingly unathletic <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination." Why do you need to be athletic? But he I has that sturdy foundation. He's similar fucking skill set. Okay, like he's got a sturdy foundation. He's like a some, Dusty is just like not athletic, but but he's like a fucking gold glove shortstop playing beard eye for some goddamn reason. It's like Pablo Sandoval playing third base, you know, and. Gold glove. Anybody else want to talk about? It's not a gold glove. Do you want a gold glove? I have no idea. But Dusty playing beard eye is if Pablo fucking Sandoval Pablo Sandoval is like five thousand pounds. I'm pretty sure. big dude. He looks like a panda. And he actually has the name. Kung Fu Panda. Panda. Yeah. I'm sure Austin has no idea. I have no clue what we're talking about. But I, I kind of told him I was going to play with Dusty first, and I was like, I kind of want to play with you because it's like a win-win situation. Because if we win, I mean, I win. But if we lose, more than likely, I'm just gonna fucking blame it on you. But I played, I played against, I played against Dusty and somebody who the fuck was his teammate. I texted. I don't know. We lost. We lost, and then I played with Dusty later, and then he fucking shit the bed, and I lost with him, and then I just went on two after going six and or going one and six in Arkansas, and I'm my god, I'm so I've lost eight of my last nine games of beer diet, and I'm fucking sad. That's not like you, uncanny. I've almost told you my. That's almost all the games I lost my senior year. So we missed each other, but I'd tell you my favorite beard eye story. What is it? I can't remember who I was playing against, but I was playing with Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was already fucking drunk by the time we were playing with him. Uh huh. And we had just got, we went to a um, buffet down there. Um, oh. The Chinese place, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, we went, so we went down there. We ate a shitload of food, and then we decided it would be a good idea, like twenty minutes after, to play beard eye. Yeah, yeah. your belly's all <laughs> dude. And Matt was already drunk, and he's like throwing off the table and shit, and like just we're having a drink. I think we had two or three beers, and we're chugging already. I think I know this story. And uh, it might have been you who I was we were playing against, but I looked at him. He had to die, and he's like, he's all drunk. He's all drunk faced, and I looked at him. I said. If you don't hit this table, I'm stepping outside. I'm throwing up all over the place. You're gonna have to come back down here and sit down. And he just like gave me this goofy, you know, the goofy look he gives you when he's drunk. And he fucking fired the thing at the back at the back wall. <laughs> fired it at the back wall. So you went out. I went. I took took the rest of my drink. I went right outside. I threw up all over the place. Sat back down and drank another beer. And we ended up getting our ass kicked. But I was like, God, dumbass! Like you can't. 
that game was like that was always when we, at least when we're playing. That was always like it was either going to start your night well or just end your night right there. Mm-hmm. Like there was no in between. Like you could never just rally after it. Yeah, I don't know. You look, you look like you're questioning. My, I know. I'm just looking at your drink. My favorite all good. beer die game. Wait, you want some more? I might have a little more. It was when uh, it was five thirty in the morning. Oh, yeah, it's one of the best. We had stayed up all night. Yeah, it was during that's it. Brennan was snorting pre-workout. Right? His nose <laughs> I can pull the videos. His it. nose was bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, kept saying, like, you guys want to do this? And I was like, no. And he's like, all right, well, since we're all doing it, I'll do it. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. He's like, okay, okay cool. And uh, he starts doing it. And he's like, that is straight death. Like, he's just snorting all this pre-workout. So we were having a competition. This is me, him, Alex and Alex. Like, wearing the green wig, no, no, no. right? Brennan was wearing the wig and Alex was too. Okay. Not, not Cody, Cody. But, gotcha. but he was in the story, Cody. And so we were, me, Alex, and Brennan were having a competition. It was a semester we had done P90X and we were like always competing against each other. And we had uh, decided to see who could stay up the longest oh. and drink the most. Oh, no. I don't really remember who won, but I think we stayed up for like three, <laughs> three days straight. I think you all won. It, well, yeah. And lost. Like, we stayed up for three days straight, and I think I drank. Four fifths of alcohol, two uh, bottles of Bailey's that was just Bailey's and coffee to stay awake at the nights, and then during the day it was uh, watermelon, Smirnoff vodka, and Sprite, and Rocket and uh, Rockstar Energy Drink. It's called Rocket Fuel. And so, and actually, Jake, you had come down. Well, so that's what I was going to say. Yeah, because you said that was the my door. Right. So my we came was like doing this. We came down on I think it was a Saturday. Yeah, that yep. was that Saturday, uh-huh. and like he was the only one in the house that I really knew and I wanted to see. So like, I go in there, and I'm like, "Where the hell is he at?" And everybody's like, "Oh, he's passed out. He's been doing all this bullshit during the week." And I was like, "I'm gonna go kick his door down." Yes, well. So we ran in there, and his door was unlocked. But we busted in there. I said, "Hey, get up, motherfucker! It's time to roll." And he's like, "Dude." I need to take a nap for like five hours. Just let me sleep. I've been up for like 24 hours. Like it's it was three days. days. <laughs> three days. He's like, it's really good to see you, man, but I got to pass out. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> because not only was like, there was other people that had came before Jake to try and get me up. And I was just like, dude, please leave me alone. Like, everyone, like I'm about to die right Desperation. now. Desperation. My heart was literally, I could feel my heart hitting my chest. I thought it was. I thought it was having C a plus. Attack. C plus. Nick. There's sirens out there. I'm sure, you can't hear that. Can't sure you can't hear the sirens on the mic there. Um, but back to the beard eye story. Anyway, um, it was five thirty in the morning. You know, we had. I guess it was the first night we had stayed up, and it was me and Cody versus Brennan and Alex, and they were wearing these green wigs. I actually pulled the video up. It's kind of funny. Um, but I had sunk. Three cups in a row. <laughs> like I don't know how, but like on the last one, I was like, I was like being all stupid. I was like, <laughs> and I threw it like that, and it still went in. And Alex is like, "Fuck you!" And he got so mad because they kept pouring and drinking it. And, pouring it. and I made three in a row. I've never done that, dude. And it was a crazy. We were laughing so hard. But but wasn't real quick. Wasn't the uh, wasn't that the morning of the Coyotes tour de frat? Uh, it w- I don't know. And they walked in there, and you guys were it was so hard to remember playing beard eye, and, and they were like, probably you know, came to stop by for like ten minutes, <laughs> and they were like, okay, on the next one. Here's the I would I would have been way up. Yeah, do you remember that video? <laughs> Five. <laughs> <laughs> 
5.27 a.m. We are just up all night. Can you even imagine, like, being, like, staying up that night? Oh, I, yeah, I do remember the rest. I love how he's the, he's the only one that was doing he's the Alex and I like his vest and, uh, like, flannel shirt combo. That, that's not, like, a line. That's my bad at that part out. That's like literally, he dumped a whole bottle out. What's up? What's this? It doesn't work any better. Oh, too late. Melissa, well, too late. She's like disappointed. Oh, that was Melissa? No. No, Alyssa. Oh, Alyssa. Listen. That was not. Dude, Taylor's like, why are you taking a video of this? God, he's like, got the worst place. Like, I mean, ever. that's not the like, that's something. Dude, but uh, Alex is quoting that Mizzou quote from that girl that uh, did like cocaine, and she was like, Raquel, do it off my ass. You ever <laughs> see that video? It's been oh. taken off the internet, but. <laughs> see that? It was the thing. And so he was quoting that. <sighs> but anyway, <laughs> so I don't know wanted, how we got onto this, but so I want to talk about the bathroom. bathroom yeah, we interrupted your whole story. That's fine. We interrupted all that. So. Today, well, let me just preface this by saying that I am a staunch believer, at least with men, bathroom etiquette is like something that everybody should learn. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me throw out a couple questions to you. Okay. To you guys, the, okay. the panel. Do you talk to people at the urinal when you're taking a piss? Uh, so it's like not conversation. It's like, hey, what's up? Or like, it was very mild, like, or if they're saying something to me. Are you the one initiating it? Uh, if I'm taking a piss, I usually don't initiate a conversation. Okay. Thank if you. someone talks to me, then I respond. I will often crack jokes at the urinal, and yes, I am the one to initiate. Oh, hey, there, are people like, there are people like me. And I'm you are the worst kind of person ever, okay? <laughs> so let me just, let me, so let me just give you a couple words. Right? Okay. If Go I'm ahead. standing there taking a piss. At the urinal, junk in hand. Yeah, I don't want to be talking to anybody. All right. I mean, there's some exceptions. Yeah, if I'm drunk and, and stuff happens, and you know, especially when you're drunk, or if it's people that I know, people that I know, fine. There can be some exceptions. Sigta, there's some exceptions, obviously, whatever. But in a professional environment, like I found myself today, no. So here, here's the thing. All right. There's two urinals in the bathroom upstairs where I'm at. Three stalls. Okay. Two dudes. I I drop I I I walk into second stall. Second stall. Third stall is taken. Third stall isn't taken. First stall is taken. Okay. Okay. Two guys walk into the bathroom. Okay. They're talking to each other, having a conversation. So the urinals are vacant right now. Urinals are vacant right now. Correct. Okay. Okay. One guy rolls up again. I was in stall two, so I don't know exactly. You have one on your right, one on your left available. Correct. I got the handicap stall on the left and the right. Though both those are both te- well, handicap stall left available. Stall on the right, take it. Okay, these aren't urinals then. They're- no, 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 no. no I'm, I'm taking the shit. Okay, gotcha. Okay. okay, so I'm sitting there, and somebody walks into the handicap stall mm-hmm. to do their business. Mm-hmm. Guy from urinal. Is talking to the guy in the handicap stall. Were they having a conversation while they were walking in? Very briefly. 
Okay. Well, they know each other. They, yeah, yeah, they know each other. But come on, like, no, done. Well, no. how does that affect you? You just you're because fine. I'm sitting there and everybody's blasting stuff over the top. The bathroom <laughs> is a place where you get your shit done, it's just a quiet, unintended, and you get out and then you talk if you want to talk there. They're blasting stuff over him, and he's trying to blast one out. You see, you see Pat. You, by the way, you're kind of dealing with this. You seem like the kind of guy. There's a bank of five urinals. Okay, let me throw this scenario at you. There's a bank of five urinals. No, I'm not going to be that guy. You're not going to be that guy. No. So if I'm in the center of the urinal, which one are you going to? Which, by the way, you should never go to the center of your urinal anyway at the very beginning. But say I'm a terrorist. If I'm at the center of the urinal, I mean, where, which one are you? We going all know to? the unspoken rule in the men's room is to leave you don't you never like piss in an adjacent urinal somebody else is correct so like but they're like at my gym at club fitness there's three (laughs) urinals and let me break it down for you like the the one in the middle and the one on the right are both like normal size one on the left is short and so often people will piss in the one on the right and i've you know me and quite a few other people have made the practice of like pissing in the middle one because i gotta be honest with you i'm so tall that if I'm not paying attention, I'll piss on top of the urinal. <laughs> what? And I've, I've done that before. I've done that where I'm just casually just kind of pissing. And then I realize I hear a funny noise and I look down. And I'm, I'm literally pissing against the wall. And I'm like, oh, my God. How, how small are these urinals that you're pissing? I mean, I'm pretty fucking tall, Jake. You're not that. I mean, you're, you're tall, but you're not like that much taller than I am. <laughs> like what? You're six what? Six four. Okay, I'm like six one. It's three inches. I don't that three inches isn't gonna be that big of an issue. <laughs> unless you just say unless you're saying something else, maybe there's another maybe there's another factor going on. Here there's another there is another factor. I don't have the girthiest flaccid wiener in the world. And so there's not like a ton of gravity that that makes it point straight to the the ground. You know what I mean? Like my skinny little needle dick flaccid wiener just kind of points straight out. <laughs> Does that help a little more? Plus, I'm really tall in the air. It's just that's what happens if I'm not paying attention. I'll piss against the wall, man. I can't wait until everybody that's listening to this actually realizes what the actual conversation of this podcast is. And we just talked about Pat's needle. That's going to be a clip, by the way. I was like, did I fucking say this, Jake? Fuck it. You know, I'll make life fucking small flaccid wings. Boston's laughing in the back. Yeah, he's laughing as he's laughing as he's holding holding his dick. I mean, I'm just, I just don't understand. If you want to have a conversation, wait for the dude at the door. Like, don't, like, don't talk at the urine. Man, you were cracking up in there because I didn't hear anything in that conversation except. By the way, so my urine is the girthiest thing. Skinny needle, flaccid dick. I'm so the mechanics of why I piss on the top of the urinal. I will just see me urinal? You have to have a long dick to not be on top of the urinal. So right. Wait, what? You, like if you if you piss in a short urinal and you don't have a long dick, you're gonna pee on top of it. Because if you don't like point it, down. if you're tall, yeah. I mean, obviously. Anyway, do you guys ever have your dick is pretty uh, malleable? <laughs> All right, these are words that describe, like, I feel like you're going to say, like, ductile, like, brittle. Like, ductile. Yeah. Get your fucking science right. It just seems like and weird words to use, but uh, 
have you guys ever had like the issue of like when you pee it it's like a sprinkler and it pees in multiple directions oh yeah man yes, yes. i think it's yeah. usually when you jizz recently and then there's a little bit of jizz kind of stuck yeah but sometimes in, it's in the morning stuck in the side that's yeah right there's enough there's enough disruption in your fucking your i guess that, that you definitely you're just kind of standing there you're usually tired and then you get two streams you have and you're like whoa or six and you gotta yeah, correct it you have some nocturnal emissions well yeah, well, I had an experience. I think it was either yesterday or the day before. So it was at work, though. And I went to go pee in the urinal, and I literally peed for the first time in my life sideways, 90 degrees. <laughs> it's like, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I, I started hearing the piss hit the wall. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked over. I was like, oh my God, I'm peeing on the wall to the left of me. And I was like, holy shit. And I, like, my dick was aimed straight. And it was literally something weird where it was, it literally shot out like to the left, 90 degrees. I'm not even kidding. And so I corrected it, obviously, force corrected, but that's a pretty, it was the first time I ever had it. That's a big, mine usually go 30 degrees, not 90. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 30 (laughs) degree shift with like, you know, a fork, fork in the middle of the I have, I've, I've had a lot of double streams in my life, not real recently, but I had one triple stream a triplet if you will in my life and i was fucking triplet wow i've had quadruplets i haven't had that but i mean it's pretty cool actually it's like a, you I guys you guys wake up in the middle of the night with like i'll call call it morning what do you call it middle of the night wood but you ever fucking get up and you have to no. pee before you go back to bed and you've got to wait for your fucking boner to subside with <laughs> bed so you, okay yeah that's so you me. piss properly in there it yeah. usually happens in the morning subside <laughs> um more etiquette you want to talk about, Jay? Well, that, I'm just so I think, so, I think so, I'll agree with Pat on this one that if they're talking and they were already having a conversation coming in and, and they're just talking, like that wouldn't bother. I me. thought he was like, he would just be annoyed that they're talking. I wouldn't be able to not shit because of it. Because, like, well, let me, no, 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 I think said, we always talk to each other when we were shitting. Well, let, well, let me, let me, let me, yeah, let me, let me clarify. Like, it's not stopping anything. Oh, okay. I got you. Like, it's just that, and I will, again, I'm a nice guy. I'll, I'll entertain you. Just short conversation. Just, just like you're in the bathroom, get the hell in and get the hell out and leave. Like, yeah. That's, that's, no, the I, wildest thing that I had, though, was at Wrigley Field. They had a trough. Oh, oh yeah. Trough. So, like, you have, you have urinal etiquette, you know, where to go say the urinals and everything. I had no idea what to do with the trough. I had dudes like fucking shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, it, what is this? Like, I mean, this seems a little ridiculous. I didn't know Wrigley Field had troughs still. Holy shit, dude, that's dude, like I a little really, weird. Right. Right. No, it's a, right. a legit, like, so they didn't have some urinals, but there's a legit, like, a 90 degree trough where you just go pissing. I haven't pissed in a trough in so long. I, it, I mean, I had, I was half drunk, I had to do it anyway. It's like, you know, it's one of those bucket lists. It's any kind of mathematician that's a bucket list thing. Figure out the formula for like how many streams are produced per load of uh, semen the night before. You know, (laughs) no, I don't. I think that could be calculated. I don't understand. I feel like that. Like, can you explain further? (laughs) I I don't know how to explain further. It didn't make sense. I said we need a math thing. All right, so we're going to get past that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not moderating. not moderating. We need to moderate away from you. No, there is no good way that we go down that. I, just I was so serious about that. And I was just saying a joke, and you guys were like, he was just trying to say something ridiculous. Yeah, I was trying, trying to say something. Some funny, I, I think I tried to connect that, and then it just he never finished connecting it for me, and I was like, wait, 
understand. There's no <laughs> like we do no need to get a mathematician to do this. I'm sure I'll hear it on the VOD and I'll be like, okay, that's yeah, you want to hear that VOD. Look at this. What is the VOD? So, yeah, it's I mean, it's, we're not taking a video, but it's basically a video capture that you look at. By those, by the way, all we do have the uh, Braves Brewers game on right now, just on the side with the noise off. So if you hear a side hole, the shit or anything like that, that's probably where we're at. But so, how many else? How many other alumni were down there this weekend? Hmm. I'll say there were about twenty. There were a significant really? amount that. Yeah, there was there was a significant amount that were there for um, some, you know, very very much backed up eternal life ceremonies. There there were a few postponed eternal life ceremonies that we had to get to. And oh, there's shit down there for that. Then there were about I don't know there were about ten alumni like that had graduated in the last five years. Okay, um, probably worthless to try to say who they are. Because well, no, we don't, right, nobody wants right. to. So yeah, that was all right. Decent homecoming. That eternal white ceremony was always fucking like that one always. That one always bothered me. Like, that one was always. I'm glad. Like, like it was depressing. Yeah, I mean it was always. It's, it, I mean, it's, 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 it's a sad, it's a sad real moment. It was uh, hotter than hell in the chapter room that day. Who died? Uh, Anyone? Anyway? Do we know? Probably some old guys. I mean. Hmm. I I know at least one of their names, but do we need to say names on I'm curious. I mean, fuck it. No, no. Well, only say it if it's someone that I know. No, no nobody that <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. No, no. There's no reason to say it then. Okay. I don't know. Not least. to be disrespectful, just because I just don't know. Well, obviously, I, I mean, bring up. otherwise the hundreds of thousands of people that die every day is like it's disrespectful. You didn't know Kathy from Georgia, like yeah. Yeah, there's know all seven billion people in the world. Sorry, you know, like, I don't know. That's always that one. It's just that interesting thing of like, you know, it's it's, it's inevitable, but nobody wants to, nobody wants to think about it. No, yeah, there is. I heard a fucked up story today, and I was like, holy shit! Some people are going through some stuff. They're like trying to send out an email to like collect money because this person, I guess, that works on her job, like they they just had a kid, and. Then, like, their mom died unexpectedly, and then, like, within that same month, like, she got a phone call while she was out at the job, and, uh, like, someone shot her 16-year-old and killed her. Like, so she just had a baby, her mom died, and then someone murdered her uh, kid, her other kid. And I was like, holy fuck, that's a lot to go through. So it was pretty sad. But maybe we should change it to a not-so-morbid topic, because it's going to get too depressing, but... You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you can transition. You can transition out that topic. We went from like, we don't want to talk calculating. About, if you don't want to talk about death, that's fine. I mean, we don't have to talk about you know, but like, let's talk about where. I mean, those, let's talk about where you go after death. What? <laughs> why don't we just you know? Why don't we just keep it to where we're at now? I mean, how? when shit happens like when shit happens like that, maybe we yeah. were all ra- I think we were raised in similar. Uh, situations. The yeah. default to kind of go back on that is religion, right? Yeah. Like, you go back to whatever religious kind of background that you yeah. had. At the beginning. So to start this conversation off, and yeah, we're going to get a little deep here, guys, but Very deep. Um, to start this conversation off, I think we all want to just kind of just say that um, I'll just speak for myself when we talk about some of this stuff. By no means during any of this conversation are we um, making fun 
of any certain religion. I think we'll find that as we get deeper into this and to kind of talk through that some of us are, that we're all pretty understanding of a lot of different stuff. So I don't want it to be taken that way. I just, this is just purely a conversation of, as the C plus, yeah. as the C plus motorcycle cruises by, it's just purely a conversation of, you know, um, what we think and just kind of our observations of a lot of stuff. So I'll just go ahead and start and just say, obviously, I mean, my, my background for people that know me and who know who I am here, um, was Catholic upbringing. And I don't think that I have, uh, I don't have any negative, you know, negative views towards that at all. I'm, I'm very proud of the way that I was brought up. My parents are both Catholic, um, raised that way. I'm very proud of the way that I turned out with that. I think some of it definitely is, is, uh, um, due to that, a lot of who I am is due to that. Um, now, I mean, I, I went to, again, I went to a Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, and then went off to college. And now I'm just kind of my own thing. I really couldn't tell you now where I, where I stand religiously. I'm just kind of, um, I don't know, you're opened up to a lot of different things and we'll get deeper into a lot of this different stuff. But I just kind of want to get a little bit of an overview at the very beginning. So you opened up to a lot of different things in college, a lot of different views and you realize that you shouldn't be so tunnel visioned on everything else so i guess kind of where i would be and my overall point of what i want to make with this whole entire conversation before we jump in is is that i respect whatever somebody believes as long as it helps them get through the shitty life that we got to get through or whatever the way whichever way you want to put it i mean it's not shitty life. yeah you know, you know what i'm trying you know, yeah, what I know what you're like whatever gets you up in the morning and, and helps you, if that's what you believe, that's great. I, I, as long as it's not killing people, too. It's a good way to channel religion, even though their religious beliefs are probably not true. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean. So, like again, no, no judgments here. Like no judgments on this podcast at all. Um, it's just, uh, just an open conversation. So, uh, Pat. Give a little background myself. So similar to Jake, I went to a Catholic grade school, uh, K through eight. But I didn't go to a Catholic high school, unlike him. Um, I it, so yeah, it was Catholic. I always grew up there. When I think back about it, I think my entire time going to Catholic grade school, I wanted to believe that Jesus, God, and the Holy Trinity was real, but. The whole thing seemed so wildly, I guess it just seemed so wildly uh, impossible to me. And I, I, I was always like torn between is it real, is it not real? And then I don't know, at one point, probably sometime in my early teens, I think I was like leaning on definitely not real before I, you know, matured and was comfortable with the idea. It's just I don't know, all a bunch of shit. Right. <laughs> just to, just well, to no, say, just, just to say it's straight, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I think that all religious beliefs are almost equally wrong unless you are kind of, I mean, now I'm like starting to, like, I mentioned in the podcast last week that I am like agnostic because I just don't see any real evidence that, that some of these stories like Jesus or, or, uh, you know, Allah, you know, if we're talking about like Muslims, for example, it, it just seems like a kind of a crazy made up story. And there's no way that these sorts of things happen. But real, real, real quick, like, sorry, I think that what is going on here on Earth, you know, this this beautiful world that we live in, it almost seems it just seems too coincidental for it to just 
sit here beautifully like this, that did that really just happen physically? Right. And so that's why I'm agnostic. I can't say that there's not something more supernatural yeah. out there guiding that. I definitely not God. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. One thing before Austin jumps in, I really want to kind of just kind of touch on that something that you said was kind of a thing of religion is wrong. So, like, we'll dig deeper into I this. I think the beliefs. You think, you think the beliefs. The beliefs. So, this is, so, this is a podcast where I think I'm going to kind of push you guys a little bit more because I want to make sure that your words, and we should all push each other a little bit, your words are actually what you want them to be. Because I don't want people thinking, like, oh, Pat thinks religion is completely wrong. Or whatever. Yeah, this is a pretty touchy right. subject most of them, more than anything. Right, so. but I agree with you with the fact of, there's a lot of with the stories and the parables and whatever, and I can speak to the Catholic stuff because that's where I'm back on. That is wrong. That's not true. That's that's a story that's not going to happen. Um, but it's those stories that are wrong. And I don't think this is a necessarily overall topic that is incorrect or wrong. But we'll get to that yeah. in a little bit deeper. Space. I think I think there there's a and you touched on this too, Jake. There is a proper way to channel your religious beliefs, and then I think that there's those people that. That just kind of use it as like their crutch. And there's these right. really hateful people oh. that are Christian. Or I mean, I know more Christians than I have any other, any other religion. Right. And, you know, some of them are great people. But then other one are like, you know, some of them are terrible people, hateful people that just kind of hide behind like the veil of, of believing in God and thinking that, you know, they're. It gives them an excuse. Like it almost gives them an excuse to do whatever they want and just to hide behind whatever their interpretation of whatever book they believe in. Yeah. So, and I like that. Um, okay. I guess I was, well, I, I guess I was brought up Catholic as well. Uh, I believe like in Jesus and all that, uh, like all the way towards the end of high school. I went to private high school and learned a lot about religion. And I felt like the more that I learned, the less I started believing and the more I started thinking that it was all kind of bullshit. Um, but at the same token, I liked that I was brought up that way because it taught me morals. And I think that there's definitely a lot of good teachings in religion that are uh, like good for d- developing a good uh, moral, moral conscience. And so uh, I think it's good for that re- reason. But sometimes I feel like it's uh, kind of bent into the wrong direction like a lot of times with like getting people uh, like children, especially to like behave and be obedient. Uh, And that's a whole separate topic. But like, I feel like a lot of people take some religion too literally to where it kind of ruins religion and like the beautiful shit that it does. But at the same time, uh, I really don't believe in that any one religion is more correct than the others. And I don't think that anyone has any way of knowing that their religion is more correct than the others because everything that anyone knows, they've just heard from another person. Uh, yeah. The reason it's called faith. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But so I definitely believe in a God. I kind of, I'm agnostic. I like, there's no way there isn't a God, but right. it just seems impossible. And but I just don't believe that any one religion has it completely right. And that they, they don't have the authority to say that they do. So I think an architect is a good word. Of the universe, I don't know. I like God. That to me, that is synonymous to. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. I don't like architects. So. Okay, well, fuck you. Yeah, fuck architects. Architects of the universe. Architects are stupid. Architects are super dumb. Yeah. If I, if God I is a lot smarter than an architect. Yeah. 
All right, fine. Project quantum manager. Project yes, he's a project manager. Project manager. Project manager. Project manager. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So you made some points there, Austin, that I think is a good segue into this. Of um, You don't think one religion is better than the other, and we shouldn't be judging on, on certain stuff. And kind of where I touched on of, you know, whatever makes you feel good. But um, at what point do you define a religion as opposed to an ideology? Pat, go ahead. <laughs> no, I want I want you to go. I, I, want to, I want you to go. Okay. At what point do you? At what point? Okay. At what point do you? So, like, at what point? Okay, I just so want to let everybody know that, me, that Austin had a fucking completely stupid look it was, in his face, and then it was so say. funny. He looked at me, he smiled, and said, "Pat." So, so, what was the question? At what point? So, let me. I'll just. I'll, I'll elaborate on the question okay. and help you out. So, at what point do you go from? a formal religion to an ideology or from an ideology to a formal religion example dumb example but like remember on south park we're gonna we're gonna do south park a lot oh, i think next i know time. what you're remember gonna say south park I when they had the whole atheist episode and the guy and garrison's like well do you believe in a fly, flying spaghetti monster yeah you know yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. so like is that necessarily anything bad so what's the difference? I guess what what I'm saying is, what point do you go from flying spaghetti monster ideal ideology to uh, Catholic? Okay. Versus that's all where we're at Catholic faith. I gotcha. See, the reason why I was stumped uh, <laughs> at first is because to me, an ideology is a form of religion. So I was like, why are you? So I say that. Different. You could <laughs> say that. I mean, well, that's what I was like, maybe I'm not understanding this right, so I don't want to answer because was, I don't want to just say like. Well, isn't an ideology religion like that? Religion and ideology. Well, so, to, so and to the point, how would you define a religion? I think I. How would I define a religion? So, so two part question. Sorry, I didn't mean to. So, where where is that breaking point from an ideology to a religion, and how do you find a how do you define a religion to help separate that ideology to a religion? If you want me to answer, I can no, no, kind no, of no, answer. Go ahead. Um. Okay, so what? Makes a religion a religion. Is that what I yes. explain this? Yes. So, so, what makes a religion a religion is just a group of people that agree on one common thing, and uh, as their answer to the universe and their explanation to for life, I guess, and uh, why we're here and uh, where we go after this. That's and because I feel like every religion, whether it's Buddha or Catholic. Uh, or whatever, it all stems around those kind of the, those core fundamentals, and then everyone kind of has their own like skewed perspective from the core, uh, core, uh, I guess, beliefs. Beliefs, yeah. yeah, that makes them slightly different than other religions. Yeah, there's factions, there's, and there's also factions like within religions and all that kind of stuff. There's like, so again, just I'm going to do a lot of Catholic analogies because that's where my background is at, but okay. like. Um, there's a lot of Catholics that are pro-choice that is against what the Catholic teaching is. So that's a faction in and of itself, Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless of what you think about that, if you want to just go straight by the letter of the law, Catholics are pro-life. Yeah. There's plenty of Catholics that are pro-choice. But I think that might be to the point where like Catholicism, I guess the idea of it in all religions is to like shape the beliefs of your life. But 
that doesn't necessarily shape literally all of your beliefs. So you, you're allowed to have, well, not, not necessarily that the religion is allowing you to have your differing opinion about abortion or whatever, but like you as a person are allowed to doubt your religion's belief on it. Yeah, so I guess that's a good question. So when I was at least growing up, it was so, it was so like um, tunnel visioned and tunneled in your head mm-hmm. that if you were going to be a good Catholic, you had to be X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. And there's no, you know, there's no deviating from that plan. Well, you think about that now, and that's bullshit. I mean, you could you could have separate beliefs and still think that there's some difference between, you know, where you're at and, and what belief might not the, the Catholics might not have. Again, we're going to get into some serious topics, but a big problem that I have with the Catholics is some of the hypocrisy between gay marriage and all that stuff. Right? You're going to treat everybody the same. You're going to want to love everybody, but yet you're going to just completely hate on these people because they they like they're attracted to somebody else it's not normal it just doesn't seem crazy to hell crazy of a hill to die right it's a really crazy hill to die on so like that to me just is kind of bizarre but but to your point you should be able to feel like that you can mold yourself around where you want to be and still feel like you're a good catholic or whatever religion that you seem to go to you have anything else? Like, yeah, just a piggyback on that. It's like you're like putting your hand out, like forcing me to respond. I'm like, I'm just listening. I don't have to respond. It's like you might have a rebuttal. Just a piggyback on that. I think that like uh, religion is essentially a template that for people to base uh, and guide their behavior off of, but not to be taken absolutely literally to such a high level like a lot of people do. There's exceptions to certain things, and you have to be able to use logic and reason in certain situations to know that not that the the template of religion is not always right or not always the best way and uh, not the most beneficial to society. So you can't just stick to it word for word. You got to kind of like put logic and reason into it and then let the two of those uh, synergize into some sort of path forward for how to behave and and all the varying situations that you encounter throughout your life because in some situations you can follow like the preachings of the bible exactly and you'll be like you know doing the right thing but in some situations you might fall in exactly and you might be doing the wrong thing where like it's it's t- twisting the logic into or into a, or interpreting the logic into a way that is actually not a good way to live and it's hard to sit here and like say like, oh, this is the best way to live because what I think might be the best way to live, other people might not. But I think that there's a baseline right. of common sense where it's like, don't fucking kill people, don't fucking rape people. Like, can we all just agree that that's not allowed? The like, gold, I, the gold rule. I mean, it's whatever streets are street, not yeah. good, no matter what. My biggest thing too with all the religions is, hey, if you're whatever you want to believe in, again, like I said, get you through the day, great, but. The core of a lot of these religions that I think that it goes with it is don't be an asshole. Yeah, treat people the way treat people the way that you want to be treated, and I think a lot of people followed that. You'd be good, Pat. So I grew up. You know, Austin made a point where he said something like, um, "What the fuck did he say?" I just kind of step around. Who's stumped now? But you talked for like three minutes, and I it was like early in the. You got a pen and got it Write that shit down, Pat. And I and I didn't, and I regret it. But I grew up. We all. Who grew up Catholic anyway? Grew up with the phrase "What would Jesus do?" Yeah, and WJD that, baby. That's right. It answers a lot of questions of how you should act. I guess, <laughs> in in certain circumstances, like based on what the Catholic religion wants you to do. 
Now, Austin said something like there's, there's things that you act on from your religious beliefs and some things that you should walk away from. But I think that if people were in their own mind, if, if people are, if, are that much believers of their religion, the only thing keeping them from being 100% forward with that idea is just human weakness and the fact that it takes effort to do a lot of things. You know, I think, you know, the whole what would Jesus, what would Jesus do? Like a lot of things Jesus would do would be pretty fucking hard. And so that's why people I don't think follow through 100% towards their religious beliefs. But then you get those crazy people um, that, that do just like go completely by their scripture, the Bible or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one it is, but I think certain Baptists like, Fuck with snakes. Not there's, fuck snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so fuck there's, there is, yeah, there is like a self, there's a sect. So I watched Justified. Shout out. Um, no free, free ads. Free ads of Justified because they're awesome. Um, <laughs> but it's one of my favorite shows. And what they did on one of the seasons was they had this traveling like Baptist preacher. What he would do was he would take snakes out and he would like do this big thing. He'd dance and he'd preach and shit. And these snakes would like copperheads. Yes. They would bite him, but he would never die. And the reason why you find out because they took the venom because they that. took the venom out. So oh what the bad God. so spoiler alert if anybody likes justified the bad guy finds an actual rattlesnake <sighs> and he says hey if you're such a good preacher take this snake and the dude picks it up does this preaching thing it bites him kills him dead is this real no it's oh okay that's a fake show. show okay I, gotcha. show, I thought this was like a documentary no, I was like what no, great show FX shout out Hulu check it out. But so like that that's the whole there's a lot of con artists correct. hidden in that and they're they're hiding behind the face of a good organization that intends like has good intentions and they're using that leveraging it to their advantage to maybe gain control over people that are vulnerable and not very uh you know able to think for themselves and want to just be told what to do. They're taking advantage of those people. So there are consequences to religion, both positive and negative. So that's a good example of a negative one. But what do you think is a good example of both a positive and a negative? You can say just overall or in your life that has happened. Oh, a positive or negative Just one. a positive and a negative example of like a consequence that has happened from religion. You know, yeah. like, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like, so uh, for no, example, well, I mean, the obvious one would be like, uh, Priest molesters that are well, hiding behind the church. Right. Let's. I don't well, think that's oh, what I mean, Jake was going. No, what I'm going after is, is like so. You, so your negative, your negative consequences, kind of what we just talked about of people oh, yeah. getting duped by some just random dude who just wants to kind of like you know accelerate himself right. or using the guise of religion to kind of sell shit like a snake oil salesman kind of kind of thing. Yeah. So that's a negative. That's kind of one negative. So just kind of either overall or your life in general, what was a positive and a negative consequence of religion that you have seen? Well, the positive is forming a good moral foundation. That's been a consequence of religion in my life. And also like realizing how important it is to care for the poor and people that are disenfranchised that don't have all the same privileges or opportunities that you have in your life. That, that, like, I think a lot of people that never learn about how like people that are poor ended up in that situation, maybe to no fault of their own. I mean, there's there's people that ended up in that situation because of their own fault. And maybe it was addiction to drugs or whatever. But there's people that were born into poverty that were because they were born to poverty. They're not in good school districts where they learn have good teachers that teach them good values and stuff like that. 
their whole life and they were never really shown a, a good way a healthy way to a healthy life and they just kept that mentality of being poor throughout their whole life and, and that mindset just transcended through the generations um and so i think it's very important that the church shows that like you need to care for your fellow neighbor your fellow brother sister whatever like treat this everyone on this world in this world like your family um that was i'll make that positive one no, and i'll hold off because yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to go so I, I have kind of a disagreement with that i think it's i disagree that religion is the only source of oh, learning yeah. good morals and a lot of times like I think that religion teaches poor morals, such as the whole like disagree with gay marriage thing. And there's obviously like, I, I know that, you know, being pro-life sounds great on the surface. And I don't know how deep we want to get involved with that, but you it's know, as you want. is it, is it a question of like abortion rights? You know, then you bring up women's rights, like yeah, that, that sort of shit, obviously with abortion is, is a gray area and we can argue all we want about like, at what point is the fetus a baby? Is it the moment of conception when it's just a single cell? Like, I know there's a lot of very, I think, feelings on, I think people have way too strong of feelings about that in general. But there are plenty of, and I've, I've met atheists who are some of those moral people I've ever met in my life, one of some of the kindest people I've met in their life, and they don't have any sort of deity. Is that how you say it? Or the deity. deity. God damn it. <laughs> You're thinking yeah. that. They, they don't have any sort of deity. <laughs> They don't have any sort of deity. All right. So they don't have any sort of deity that they have to like negotiate themselves with in order to come out with a belief that they think is, is moral, like when, when atheists are completely free spirit in that sort of manner. So sorry, real quick. So then if you don't think that it's because I'd agree with you too. If you don't think that it's a religious background, there's plenty of non religious people that are great people. What are the probably who, more who instill? Well, well, yeah, maybe <laughs> who instills those morals, or how how are those morals instilled in that person to make them a better person? Hold on, just to just to defend myself because this is probably going to go into the same thing that you're saying. So I just want to say just to clarify, like I wasn't saying that religion is the only way that you can learn. Uh, to care for the poor, or just, no, or have you're just saying no, so that was a positive. I don't think you're saying. I don't think you're saying that. That's what he said. No, that's it's kind of no. It is kind of what I just agree with because he said like, but I spun it. I think I spun it. So you yeah, said so that I, religion. I was, yeah. You said no. You said religion was like a source of like moral of a moral belief system. Yeah. Yep. And I think I tried to say, well, I think I. You said it wasn't think, the only. Source. I think I slightly disagreed with you well yeah. what am i trying to say i slightly negated what what your opinion was and then like built on that when yeah when maybe like i didn't deserve that so, so gonna, let me let me throw this one in though, to, to kind of to kind of back your point though what do you want so <laughs> so <laughs> jesus to that point though somebody who is brought up in more of a let's just say not even cap this is more of a religious background who it's a focus on taking care of the poor and doing that kind of stuff with their parents or whoever it is around their around their thing. You don't think that there that that could be more of an influence on that person than maybe say somebody else who isn't brought up in that way. I'm not trying to say that, that it's better or not, but I'm just trying to argue for the point of if you strip it down to the very bare minimum, cut all the bullshit aside. If you're just focusing on the religious aspect of taking care of other people, taking care of your fellow man. Yeah. 
as opposed to people who aren't religious, wouldn't that make sense that they would they would continue that down the road? I think how you treat other people boils down to the raw type of person that you are more than so what you think it has so, to do with influence so what, or environment yeah so what makes that raw environment person? environment yes but i'm not saying yeah. that your environment has to come from a religious or catholic background right. for yes, you to, i agree with that for yeah. you for your desire to help other people to be strong about like that that's completely independent from religious beliefs and it goes back to the point where i said like i know shitty fucking catholics and christians that that treat a lot of fe- their fellow humans like shit and i know a lot of catholics that treat everybody very, very kindly. And that has, you know, obviously no goddamn, nothing to do with their religion at that point. It's just about, like, how good of a person they are. Yeah. There's horrible, I'm sure there's shitty atheists, too. I agree with all that. I'm honestly not on the side of religion, but I'm just, I was just two religions, I guess, point. Right. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll back religion all. I'll back religion. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not. not religious. I don't. I don't consider myself religious either. But I'll. I'll back it, and I'll. I'll because I'm gonna hate on it in a little bit. If it, if so it, I want to make sure I treat it fairly. If well, people, if people can channel that religious energy in a good way, then then I think. So it's let a me good push. Way. Let me continue to push back here. Okay. What can you tell if a person just by just when you meet them? Can you tell if a person is religious or not? No, I can. You can? Yeah. I mean, some people it's obvious, but it's, okay. generally. Yeah. Only let's, just, let's just say, like, it's, let's yeah, just, obvious. right, but let's just say that it's not obvious. Like, it's not like, you know, they have a fucking Joy 90, whatever, whatever that stupid station is yeah. on their, on their bumper sticker. Like, what can, what, what kind of, like, discerns them yeah. that you can know? Oh, well, one easy one if they're like going to church on the weekends and then you know right away it's fine like nobody's going nobody's yeah. going up and saying like hey I mean, Austin, nice to meet you i go to church and basically if I like, they say something like i'll pray for you or uh they've referenced jesus at all or any sort of bible thing like it's a dead giveaway i don't think that it did give away <laughs> What was that even from? That was, that was a, I mean, we're talking about the guy. It was a guy who uh, we're talking about. The, we're, we're talking about the less <laughs> obvious things with this dude. Sorry, yeah, just, yeah, just we're talking about the less obvious okay. characteristics. You can't just say like point to them saying going to church. Okay. And like that's. Yeah, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about religious Char- characteristics yes. of their yes. life. Of their, yes. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. The less obvious one is they're a pushover. Come on, because I'm going to dig in here. Let's go. Because they tend to be like Wait, religious people so, or, or atheists. Religious people. Okay. So religious people tend to get pu- pushed over. They're non-confrontational because they don't want to fight or argue because they're, they're typically like good. I mean, some of them, I guess, are usually good people that are, They'll stand up for their beliefs if you're bashing religion, but if you, it's like anything else, they tend to be kind of like a pushover. Like, have you ever talked to a religious old lady? Like, yes. I mean, you could fucking considerably push again, her. Over. Let me tell you. Let me tell I'll you. I'll let you push Adam here. Let me tell you a little bit about my background again. Yeah. My dad, cradle Catholic, so like big time Catholic. Still, still, okay. yes. So like, my, my dad's a hard headed guy, uh-huh. but he's very. My, my dad's more of a an in-between guy. He's he's also very level-headed. Level-headed. He's all good there. However, like, grandma and that generation before him, like that kind of generation, they're not pushovers at all. There are, yeah, there's they a lot are, of 
trying. They are ride or die. I'm going every Sunday. I'm following every fucking book. I'm following all this shit. So pushover. I think. I think what you're trying to get at is correct. There's some, a lot of some, some portions. Let of me it. let no, me no. clarify. No, go ahead. Don't look at me like that, bitch. Fucking twice now, you guys. All right. No, we're saying you. Pat, we got what? It's fuck. It's seven twenty. We got plenty well, of time. Well, I like tried to like jump in and like okay, say no, shit, five, five second things. I'm just saying. All I wanted to say was there's a lot. I know a lot of fucking religious people and shrewd ass people when it comes not to their religion. So I completely disagree with what okay. you already said. Okay. I assume it was uh, like why wow, you said, and I liked the word shrewd in my use of it that I wasn't sure you could hear. So anyway, I think I made the mistake of using one person that I know to describe an entire group oh. that I shouldn't have done yes, because I had a religious teacher in grade school and she was so overly nice. Like, when I'm like, hey, kitty patooties, blah, 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 blah. And like, people would be smart asses and like troll her and fuck with her. And she would just be like, oh, it's okay. Like, just eat it all up and never like discipline anyone or yell at anyone or any get mad or anything. Like, she was just a complete pushover, the nicest lady I've ever met my whole life. And I always felt bad for her because it felt like she didn't know how to defend herself or like fight back. But um, I shouldn't have used just her to describe an entire audience because I definitely agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, but that that's one that's an instance of one lady. So I understand what you're yeah. talking about with the with the pushover. There's a lot to be said. It, it, it's a I, I would tend to agree with you that people are kind of like I mean, actually I wouldn't agree because it's the opposite of people that are that set in their ways with certain stuff, they're not gonna budge on anything. So like the pushover, I don't I don't necessarily think I've known yeah. way too many people with that. So you're, I know someone that are diehard religious, and they, if you say anything, they're going to like argue to the death with you. So I should, I retract my statement. No, you don't need to retract. Well, I'm going to because I didn't fully think it through. Austin was using a, a uh, correlation as causation type of <laughs> argument right. for one human being yep. or an entire argument of a whole belief system. Yeah. So it's a poor dad mindset. I think it's a good class mindset. I think it's a I think it was a good thing for him to um, clear up. Yeah, so that's what we're here to do. So yeah. Pat, what? All right. So, what's your positive and negative? Just outcome over religion in general. Yeah, I know you asked Austin that question. I don't know if I have a very good. I don't think I really have an answer to that. Like, I my beliefs were shaped by the type of person I am, my overall environment, and I think I got to be honest. I think that my religious upbringing had very little to do with it. Probably, especially because. I never really believed it my okay. entire life. So I can't really answer like the good things and the bad things that. Yeah. Religion. So I guess I'll go off of because I believe more. I think I believe more than probably you guys might have at the very. Uh, I don't know. It's just pretty like pretty straight edge. Yeah. Like, I was pretty straight edge all the way through. Like I told you, high school, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think the positives again is just kind of. And, and, and again, you can relate it to. Um, either faith or you could relate it to my parents, but the upbringing and the person that I have, I think I'm a pretty good dude. Um, the upbringing yeah, that I had, well, fuck you. Um, the upbringing that I had is maybe the person that I am today. So I'm proud of that, whether that be the faith aspect of it, but I, I wish I do relate it to partially religion. Now the negative aspect that I will is just, again, the, the tunnel vision portion of it, of it's either one way or fuck you. Like there's yeah. no, there's very little. The, the Catholic Church taught 
at least from what I was getting to, is there's very little room for leeway of, you know, hey, maybe there is something else that could be true with this. Like, hey, maybe just because somebody doesn't believe in what we believe in, they're 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 not going to just go straight to hell or whatever, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But um, that bothered me. And as soon as it was when I got older and then when I got to college and I, learned, and I met other people that had different views of me, because that's part of the other reason I don't like religion is you grow up with too many people that are in the same aspect in the same community with you it's good like having a sense of community is good but when you get into these freaking bubbles of just the same people that think the same bullshit as you that's not good like it's not good for you just for growth or anything like that so to that point unless you had something i was just gonna say like uh you made the point of like you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell like that's a very binary way of thinking when there's like an overall scale of how shitty or good of a person you are on a whole timeline that was your life, yeah. you know, and there's just like, there's no way, right? There's no way that it's just like that. Separate. To piggyback off what you said of people that are like in this bubble with each other and just eating up each other's shit on uh, their religion. Uh, and to, to me, like those people never challenge their beliefs or question or doubt anything. They're just blindly accepting some religion that just so happens to be the religion that their parents were a part of that they were basically born into and because they were born into that that's automatically the right one because they were born into it it's like no you need to challenge your beliefs and look at all religions maybe decide then which one's right for you because otherwise you're just blindly accepting something as a fundamental truth of the universe just because you were born into that like people that are born into a catholic family are not buddhist like, well, wouldn't, would you have been Buddhist if you were born into a Buddhist family? Yeah. Well, that's that's a very good, that's a very valid point. But my question to that would be: Are those people wrong? Uh, to, not so you just, beliefs? to not challenge your beliefs, is that, is that wrong? Yes, that? because if you don't challenge beliefs, then you're blindly accepting something as a fundamental truth, okay. and like that goes against everything you do in science. Like, you don't just say something in science and then. Uh, it's right. Like you try to disprove it. And then once you can't disprove it, then it's a fundamental truth. I, I agree with Austin. And it's in, in my opinion, it's about having an open mind and that goes more beyond just like religion. I think a lot of people get stuck in their political ways, right? Because they don't have an open mind, you know, unlike, for example, if we're, if we're listening to Joe Rogan, how he'll talk and listen to anybody and everything, every belief that he has probably is based on just, you know, having a goddamn open mind about things. So I, uh, I'm going to disagree with you guys a little bit on this one. And where I'm going to push back is on, so your relation to politics, while I believe that there's some truth to that, I don't think it's necessarily completely true because as we talked last episode a little bit, I still think that there is, and there should be some difference between politics and like who who you are and what your core beliefs and how you identify. Yeah. Thank you. Um, whereas religion is so touchy with a lot of this different stuff that this isn't a political thing for me. Like religion isn't a political thing. I think this is legitimately how you identify and how you can identify yourself with some stuff. So it's, it's very touch and go on 
So kind of to wrap the whole thing up or to kind of answer both your questions while I'm pushing back a little bit, I don't think that there's anything wrong with people that don't want to go outside and think outside the box with that stuff. If that's truly what you believe, if that's what you believe, you want to be 100 percent for it. Okay. Where I where I kind of get a little bit of like Aja on it or a little bit of pissed off is when you start to push that stuff on other people. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't work for everybody else, then that's fine. If All you right. can at least be self-aware of that, then that's great. I like not pushing it on to other people for sure because I don't think that you should have the ability to say what someone should believe because you know better than them uh, what the truth is of the universe because honestly, like with when it comes to religion, like everything in religion, they've all just heard from another person. So like what one person heard it from, one person passed it to the next and so on and so forth. Like you're just going off what other people said. And so um, with the identifying thing, uh, I don't think that well, – Here's a question for you. Why are they not asking why their religion or if their religion is uh, correct or not? Why are they not challenging it? So what's the reason for that? I mean, that's a very valid point to people that are, let me just say this, politely educated. Okay. So like, I guess to, I don't want to answer a question in a question, but my, 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 my answer back to you would be, what does it matter? I mean, just because me and you or and Pat and we all at this at this table believe that we're cool with questioning what our beliefs were when we grew up, right? Because we went off and had different experiences and all that kind of stuff. What I'm trying to get at is between us questioning all that stuff and getting to where we're at now, to what our beliefs are now. That's to me. That's no better. We might think it's better, but that's no better in the long run than somebody who's just been straight up straight through narrow whatever you want to call it i mean so second point sure and then to me okay um i guess what i said was semi-hypocritical because if i'm saying like they should challenge or question their beliefs then that's me telling them how they should live in the same way someone that tells other people like you should follow this religion because this is right so i guess i shouldn't say that because it is hypocritical you're putting it it as a again you treat to what i think and this might not be right or whatever, but the way I see it is you're you're kind of putting it in a bottle or a barrel of yeah. like it's a political view. There's either a right or a wrong. There's no right or wrong with. Oh, I don't think there's right or wrong with so anyone's belief. Right. So it's it's a very touchy subject on where you want to say is right or wrong. Go ahead, Ben. So I think based on on I think it was Austin's point about people not challenging their own beliefs. Most people aren't going to go out of the way to, to challenge what they believe in and completely tear apart their, their mind's foundation that way. And the people that I think probably the very few people that do challenge it will take, even if, even if there's 95% evidence that, you know, the real belief system is agnostic or atheist and that there's a pretty small chance that God exists or whatever, the people are going to take that 5% chance that it is. They're going to hear about these miracles that are happening and they're going to just take, and they're just going to take, you know, those few miracles as their point. Like, and there's something in, in data science, which is kind of an associate field that I'm in. I'm not directly involved with data science, but it's sort of a, you know, I, I'm in like an adjacent line of field. So I'm, I'm saying crypto. I'm saying with, with a little bit of expertise on the subject that there's something in data science called I, there's something in data science called the p-value, and I don't. I think it's called p-value engineering, where you try to collect the data and then kind of engineer it in a way, or like 
sort of regurgitate in so many ways that where your belief system or, or where your numbers actually point to a higher P value that, that either proves or doesn't disprove your theory as opposed to the hundreds of times that you did it and it doesn't fucking go over that. So I think a lot of people are that, that would look into their beliefs. They, they would take that 5% evidence and get, just go with it. Not comparing religion at all to flat earth theory, but it's almost to the flat earth theory where I don't know if you guys watched that movie, the, the thing on Netflix called Beyond the Curve or whatever. Uh, it's if you want to like if that. you want a good laugh and you want to feel like you're so much smarter yes. watch that freaking show we need to talk okay. about flat earth at some point oh, man. and just destroy these idiots kind of like but, we'll do a conspiracy watch, theories episode yes we will kind of like when i watch my 700 pound life once yes yes yeah, yeah you feel good because you're you weigh 150 pounds and they weigh 700 it's just garbage entertainment you know but anyway it, to exactly what you were saying pat at the very end what they were trying to do is they're trying to disprove that the earth is round mm -hmm. rather than just trying to trust the science and just say hey i'm not i'm going in there with no bias and i'm going to just see what yeah. the science is telling me and see what the results are actually going to tell me that this is this is instead they're saying it's got to be this if it's this and you're automatically entering some bias into your mind into that into that data where when they didn't get the question they like, there's an excuse. Ah, well, this happened. Oh, well, this happened. Well, if the same things line up three or four different times, odds are probably what you believe is wrong. Mm -hmm. So, like, again, it's not black and white because there. I think that there's more, obviously, I don't think, obviously there's more ways that we can prove that the earth is round rather than disproving that any kind of religion actually happened. You keep doing that. Or you just pull well, you so looked at you looked well, no, at I looked you, you looked like, like you had something to you had something to say. No, 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 no. I like looked at you and acknowledged your point because I was like, I see what you're saying. Like I'm agreeing with this, and then you just point at me like. Oh. I will say. Like, okay, I will say one thing that we can all agree. The government always fucks up everything that that goes on with with a lot of different things, and obviously the government has gotten into religion, and there's always that discussion of where we want to go with that. And discussion of how you separate that and where, and how all that plays into it plays into effect. Man, we're, we're Here we go with the politics. The politics, Pat. You're on. We're gonna ask you this question. We're, right we're now. mixing. We're mixing politics and religion, and we're having a drink. This is exactly all how I was all meant. We're gonna get going. So, the main question with this one, the main thing I'm gonna focus on here yeah. is: Do you believe that there is a true separation? of church and state like they're supposed to be now for example again let me speak on the catholic portion of this the reason why there needed to be a church and state separation between this shit is because you guys know as, as we've learned you know way back in the day i don't know if you remember your teachings too much no you don't okay back in the day terrible memory there there's stuff that if you have you gone you've gone to confession right yeah okay when you go to confession, you get a sentence, essentially. Hey, Pat, you jerked off too much. <laughs> Say 10 Hail Marys and you're good to go, right? Yeah, right. Oh, we should talk and, about and confession. And let's just so, talk about the fact that like, there's a there's like an opaque screen between you and the... Not the face to face. But like, yeah, Father was, you know, I guess... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Priest, talk about okay, priest that I've, priest I, that I've known for five years. Like, you don't know my voice by now. To know. Right. And right. I fucking I said I said shit 
to my parents one time or behind their yeah, back. Yeah, my mom's a bitch. I used like, to, I can't, you know. I used, I, I said a few cuss words. That was like the extent of like what I was willing to like confess my scared ass in, you know, right. in confession. Anyway, so where I was actually going with that. There's also things called indulgences in the Catholic faith that you can get time off of purgatory. Again, anybody who doesn't know who's listening to this is not Catholic. It's like a tax write-off. Right. It's like a tax write-off. Purgatory is the time between whether you're going like it's like it's like court. It's like court. It's like court or it's like an you're you're sitting on the runway on the plane. Yeah. So you're in, you're in, you bought your ticket, you punched your ticket, you got your thing, you're going to heaven. All right. But a there's weather coming out of the fucking southeast. We got to grind this fucking plane for another two hours, all right? Yeah. So that's what your purgatory. You're basically just waiting. Now, what the Catholic Church used to do back in the old days is say, "Hey, Pat, you want to take a little? You want to take thirty minutes off that that train that 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 plane delay, fucking, yeah. that delay? Pay me five hundred bucks, and I'll and I'll take fifty minutes off that delay." Oh, that sounds like a that's convenient. that's. So again, state is, state is coming into that. Corruption is coming into that. There's no separation between church and state. Obviously, Pledge of Allegiance is a big one. Uh, you can think of different yeah. prayers in classrooms. You can think of different other stuff. So, we can, Pat, we can as we are, it. as the political analyst, the political expert on this podcast, yes. do you yeah. think that there is a true separation between church and state? I think we do a pretty good job of trying. What some one thing that you said was, or one thing that I have in mind is uh, like profiling, um, at like airports or whatever. Like they're going to, they're going to check out the guy from the Middle East with the long beard and the turban before they check out, you know, Cindy Cindy Lou and her blonde hair and fucking crop top walking through fucking Woodward. It's better than uh, Cindy Lou. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what was the other name? One time, what was the other name? Petunia. Yeah, a little Petunia. Okay, so Petunia with her blonde hair and crop top. They're not gonna fucking check like, you. Like, like, be like, we we think that you might have a bomb. We need to do it. Actually, they probably would just say like, "Hey, we need to screen you." <laughs> but I mean, so is that like, you know, fuck? Is it called the TSA? Yeah, that's like. A little bit of a mix of of church and state, where you're, I guess, you're discriminating against like a few certain people who look like they might be up to something in America. Yeah, uh, we talked about pledge like they look allegiance. like terrorists. Or pledge something. of allegiance is an obvious one, and I'm not going to act like I know everything about this, but I think it's it, it, certain aspects we do a pretty good job of separating to, and other aspects we don't. I mean, we also well, I wonder if all probably all religious backgrounds are tax exempt in their certain forms. So, but is it just like That's, is it just mostly Christian, or if you try to like say well, let's let's goddamn... let's let's table that for a second, we'll get to that in a second. But I want to get Austin's. I know you're not the political expert, yeah. Here, but again, so you we all went to a Catholic. We all went to a Catholic grade school. Me and you went to Catholic high schools. Mm-hmm. Prayer at the end of the day or the beginning of the day was just something that was normal for us. That was yeah. only kind of like that. So the separation between church and state allows that. You know, if you go to a public school, you don't have to be sitting for that prayer. Do you think that that's? Do you think that that is correct, and they shouldn't do that? Um, I think it shouldn't matter if they pray or not pray. The one thing I was going to say about the separation between uh, the state and church is that, like, it seems like politics and in, in America is kind of like 
backs the Bible. Uh, if any religion, if they like were to choose any religion, they'd, they'd choose the Bible. And which I think is okay. Cause they probably just use that as some sort of like resource for moral compass instead of like not having anything at all. And just whoever's in power, uh, whatever they think is the right thing to do is uh, what's right. And so that would, I could see how that could cause issues, but they're trying to say like, well, we like firmly believe in the Bible or whatever. They're not like uh, purist to their extent to the belief, but they're using that as their moral compass to guide them instead of having whoever's in power's belief guide them. And, uh, but they're not taking it too literally at the same time. So like, it's good to have some sort of moral foundation as a polit in politics. Uh, but Obviously, none of them follow it at all, and uh, they're all fucking corrupt and very, very unethical. Right. So it's it's kind of just like almost seems like a sham, like it's not a scam, but a sh like a sham. Is the sham word? Yes, shams a word. Yeah, yeah it's like kind of like they're both sham. Wow, scam sham. Yeah. for that. Smack that bitch. Yeah. Sham wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's let's talk about running for president. Would it be political suicide for a candidate to admit that they are atheist? No, I think people have done that before. Well, I don't know. well, so speaking on the current president that we have, I think, this is, I think this is the first president that we've had that is, well, not the first, but one of the, one of the most recent ones that's Catholic. The only other one that I can think of is Catholic was Kennedy, right? Yeah, might be the only two. The only two that are Catholic. I think that, so that's kind of a good segue into kind of what I was getting at a little bit. And I kind of want Austin, just so people at home, he's taking a pen. Maybe we should just take a break. So we can just wrap. No, we can just wrap. Because he's not a big quarter. Okay. But that's a good point. Like, I feel like you have to have some kind of. Like, what religion would not be able to be? Like, we'll get into this a little bit later. But could you see a Scientologist being a president? I think there's too many. Too many people who have the, either their right mind on them or too many Christians or Catholics or Muslims who think this guy's fucking nuts because his wrong is more wrong than my perceived right. And I guess that, and they'll uh, so, say, fuck you, you're not Catholic. So a follow-up, if you are going to vote for a president, because again, Austin, obviously all, this isn't a conversation. He doesn't know if Fox News is right-wing or But right if you're going to vote, yeah, 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 that's a very good point about I wish I was that dumb, but um, <laughs> if you were going to vote for a president and you knew their their religious belief, would that sway the way you would want to vote? I will admit this, and I mentioned this earlier. I don't think that your religion really defines like the type of person that you are and the type of politician and person that you can right. be. But I will I will say this: if somebody is openly admitting that they're agnostic or atheist then in my mind, they have a clear, open mind, okay. and I'm on board with that. Okay, so let me ask you this one, because I know I'm just going to guess. Again, okay. you're probably not the biggest Biden fan. No, he's 78 fucking eight years right. old. Okay, so put the, put the age and everything behind it. Okay. Does the fact your Catholic upbringing, does the fact that he's Catholic make it any more bearable that he's president now than, than a non-Catholic? No. No? I don't know. Like, if... If the question is if he's some other type of religion, like Presbyterian or Muslim or something like that, I don't know if I understand the question, really. He's saying, like, would your opinion so change? If I'm not saying I forgot the question. I'm just not sure I fully understand. So I guess my the, the crux of my question is going to be, I just use Biden as an example because that's who he is. It's the president. Does the religious 
background or lack it seems like this could also be a good question or lack of religious background play a factor into the person that you would want to elect for president i would definitely i, I said this a second ago if somebody yeah. admits that they're atheist or agnostic that that kind of what i would widen my eyes i'd be like oh my gosh this guy i'm kind of interested in what he says widen your eyes widen up past your political views or are you just putting it as a political view because okay let's just make some assumptions here i don't think it's too far of an assumption but say that there's a democrat that is an atheist or agnostic i like it versus a republican who is lutheran i just think there's I don't know if this doesn't answer your question, but I just think there is a there's a potential. No, there's a potential for a lot of Democrats, and you can just you can just kind of see this like right wings are generally like more religious, more rural than left wing, which is more urban, less religious in general. But I guarantee you, Jake, that there are there's going to be some left wing politicians in your state government, in your local government, and in national government who felt the need to admit that they were Christian just to fucking not polarize the segment that wanted to vote for him. Absolutely. So, Jamie, while... Well, that while, doesn't answer your question. You know, but, it, but it still kind of does. Jamie, while Austin is, answering, while Austin is answering, can you, can you um, see what percentage of the United States, or what's the overall arcing religious percentage of the United States? Go ahead, Austin. I would say I wouldn't vote for a fucking Satanist. Really? I wouldn't vote for a president that was Muslim, to be honest, because there's some like sorry, sorry, Austin. There's yeah, so there's some that are still not uh, cooked out there. Pat, are you wearing cheerleading shorts? What are those? <laughs> oh my goodness! I wouldn't vote for a guy wearing those. No, I would not that? vote for a guy who you can see his nutsack basically. Right <laughs> yeah. Wearing the shorts that short, my fucking sack would be hanging out. Yeah. No, so uh, Austin, I, 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 yeah, so I didn't mean to like. No, 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 Muslim and Satanist in the same boat because I, I don't have a problem with uh, Muslim at all. But you do have a problem with Satanists, though. Yeah, I feel like well, to me, I don't know anything really about Satanism, if that's how you even say it. Uh, but to me, it's people that obviously want bad and are evil things, and they're okay with evil things. They think they're good, and that's that's my basic understanding of Satanism. But uh, I wouldn't want someone that you know has a toxic mindset like that in there uh but going back to like you know i don't care if people are muslim or buddhist or whatever like that doesn't bother me but i would be bothered if like that was someone that's in the president's position because um i feel like our entire history has been based on the bible uh when it comes to politics and to me it's like almost traditional and to take that away would kind of take away our roots from where we came and i something about that even though i'm not religious or care about religion something about destroying the historic roots of our country's foundation it's just something about that i don't like so that's a really good it's a really interesting point and i'm going to keep rambling because i want pat to sit down on this because i think this is actually a really good topic of discussion that we can talk about so why is it Austin, since you just brought it up, I'll ask you. But I'll, I'll, re, I'll recap what Austin said, Pat, since you were there. Basically was, he wouldn't want to vote for a Satanist because there's something about the roots that our founding our fathers country, created yeah. and our country created that is... Built um, upon, like, the Bible, for right. instance. And I wouldn't right. vote for someone that was Muslim because I wouldn't want to take away that back 
backbone of our country or our roots. So before Even we get to, believe in before we get to that, Jamie, any Bible or Jamie, whatever. what is uh, what is the makeup religiously of the United States currently? So it looks like around forty two percent are different types of Christian religions, and it kind of segments out. Uh, for example, sixteen percent is Catholic. Uh, then you have another chunk uh, that is like, well, this kind of religion chart is a little weird. Um, you have another chunk that's around 30% that's non-white Christian. So that's like Black Protestant, Hispanic Protestant, Hispanic Catholic. So that's actually another kind of segmentation that adds up to around 70% altogether. Um, it's notable that there's about six and a half percent which is like jewish muslim buddhist hindu all those other ones um individually they're about one percent each and then you have 23 percent that's unaffiliated um so that could be atheist agnostic or just no response or uh not associated with any sort of identifying religion yeah okay so, and we all know sorry Austin, okay. but we all know we all know, and just for, just to clarify on the on the the, the podcast here, uh, we all know the difference between agnostic and atheist. Yeah. Right? Agnostic, I'll just explain it. Agnostic is believing that there is a higher power or there is something going on that there could be that there could be correct. Yeah, thank you. That there could be something going on, some higher power, um, but you don't know what it is. Whereas um, atheism is just straight up. No, oh God. Nothing Belief, belief that there is no happening. When I die, when I die, I'm straight into the ground, worm food, that's it. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. It's interesting that so based on what we're kind of, you know, more than more than three fourths of our population is some kind of religion. And you can lump some kind of religion into believing that one deity is kind of running some of the stuff or is kind of behind the scenes doing this kind of stuff. But Austin, you made a really good point. And what I wanted to get at before we sat down and got a little bit into this this deeper rabbit hole of so you talked about how the country itself you liked the way that you wouldn't necessarily want to go for a Muslim or a Satanist or somebody who because it's traditional. Okay. But at the same time, you think that growing up in a traditional kind of background, and maybe speak, please speak if that if I'm if I'm missing, if I'm missing, if I'm misinterpreting you on this, please correct me. But it sounds like that if you're growing up in a more traditional, styled, one way that's 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 the way it needs to go, kind of, kind of, you know, yeah, thing path, with it, right. path with it. It's okay with the way we're going to be religiously or the way we're going to be governmentally, but not personally. So I kind of wanted to deep dig deeper into kind of what you thought on that. Um, so like I said, I don't care about any religion. I'm not ever going to be religious and I'm not interested in ever being religious. And so what I'm saying is that even though I feel that way, I still something about someone in the president's position, not having some sort like being, uh, you know, Buddhist or whatever, uh, Something about that bothers me, and I don't know why. Like, I can't explain it. Like, 
I don't care about religion at all, but at the same time, there's something about that. It seems like it's destroying some sort of historic root that we built ourselves off of. And when you say those percentages, you look at like, you know, 46% Christian, 2% Muslim, 14% Buddhist, 26% uh, unaffiliated. It's like someone in the position of the entire country shouldn't be represented by like, and I don't want to say like a minority group shouldn't represent the president's position, but someone that's that's coming into that position of power uh, shouldn't transition the backbone of our country's roots into a different belief system when we already loosely follow that belief system. We don't, whereas like maybe someone that's Muslim, that's very strict towards Muslim and takes it very literally, if they're in that position might do that. If there is someone that was Muslim and they treated it loosely and, you know, followed like the core beliefs that, uh, that all religions have, like we mentioned earlier, if they did that, then I think I'd be okay with it. But there's something about like change, I guess, when it comes to that, that it just doesn't sit well. But if it was the right person and they did have the right sort of beliefs that was not too literal, I'd be okay with it in that instance. But I typically don't see that. That's why I think that initially that it would be some sort of uh, issue that I would have with it. This is a very interesting take. So I want to kind of dive into this because I would yeah, let's dive. Like let's I was, go. Let's like, dive, baby. Sounds, sounds, sounds like I was kind of gone during part of this. And I understand that Austin said something similar to a Satanist or like a Muslim. I wouldn't vote for a Satanist. You wouldn't vote for a Satanist. In space. Would, you for president? For, would you vote for a Muslim? Well, I hope, fucking hope so. But <laughs> wait, why though? Why? Okay, let's speak about it. So I, I think you compared, and I don't think you're trying to be unfair to Muslims. I think, I think you compared like voting a Satanist and voting a Muslim as being kind of similar. I wasn't trying to put them in no, the you're not. I know, I understand. You're not, you're, not trying to, you're not trying to say that. Go ahead. I obviously misspoke. Sorry, no, you didn't misspoke. But before we go too deep into this, I just want to say, reiterate that, or not reiterate, but I think what Austin was getting at was that the beliefs that were founded, that this nation was founded upon, and Jamie looked up, was Protestant values. Yeah, essentially. Okay, so go ahead. If if we're talking about Satanism anyway, let's just talk about let's let's just talk about that, what that is. Satan is a part of the, he's the evil fucking antagonist in the Christian belief system. There's no, there's not a world not a decent world in which the two fake beliefs that there, there's no such thing as having like a belief system where God is the, is the great and noble giver of everything. And then that Satan is the great and noble giver of everything. Satan's always the dickhead who's got his fucking dick stuck in the fucking hot earth. Below him. So like <laughs> he's always the asshole. If you like him, Satan is an asshole. Then everybody rightfully should think that you're nuts. Yeah, seriously. That's, Exactly. Now, with with the whole like what I vote in or what Austin it was kind of brought up to Austin, would he vote in a Muslim or a Buddhist? Which Buddhists, by the way, are very peaceful people. Uh, they're all pe- um, most of them are all peaceful. And I'm trying to say anything like that. Okay. Well, I, I just I know I know good people from every religion. I don't necessarily. So I'll I'll just disagree with you on this point. Where like the backbone of the country is Christian. I didn't say specify specific religion. No, I said the Bible. I think what you know, Austin was getting at yeah. was is that the backbone, and, and it's again, it's not. This isn't this isn't like putting anything down. It's just fact. The backbone of our country was raised on and founded on Protestant, a fake belief Lutheran, system, Lutheran, 
I mean, you can say you can say fake if you want, Jesus Christ, but you can say fake or whatever it is. But it's founded on a Protestant, Lutheran, that kind of Quaker, that kind of background. Mm-hmm. It's not founded on a Muslim, Hinduist, but that kind of background. But if you have a Muslim or a Buddhist president, that's not going to automatically their belief system of the country. Well. But uh, as I but pound, you never know if they're in that position if they could change you know well now we're going to start you know supporting this we're not saying the pledge of allegiance or anything we're not doing right. this we're doing the whatever the case may be so that, that when they're in that position they have that ability that so if they, if they're not going to do that then it's okay but you don't know if they're not going to do that so that comes with that comes with what? as long as there's a good separation of church and state. Then it shouldn't matter who the who the fucking president is. The whole idea is that you would, I, I mean, de-religify or or separate church and state. So, well, I mean, if if they decide to officially take, you know, the the God part out of the um, out of the national national anthem, goddamn it, the pledge of allegiance, then aren't you separating church and state more? And I honestly don't know, except for the fact that it's like tradition why that would be so controversial except that it was part of the lyrics when it was created hundreds of years ago okay well i i just there's just something about t- breaking the tradition that didn't sit well with me maybe maybe that's like an insecurity of me being afraid of like change and move, moving forward in progress because i don't know what that could entail for the future of our our country and everything that the people before us fought and sacrificed to to get us to but uh to me this whole conversation has made me think of something i never thought of and i am like kind of uh ready to see the fir- world's or the the united states first agnostic president because i almost feel like maybe that should be the case because then it's saying like hey yeah i believe in a higher power but i don't believe in any one of them being more correct than the other to where it's not bringing religion into politics anymore it's just putting it at a generic fake you know faith creator figure right that everyone can, you know, get behind. You know, if you're Buddhist, if you're Muslim, if you're uh, Christian or whatever, it's like, well, the president believes in a higher power, but he's not going to say anyone is more right than the other. I like that because now I don't feel like I'm secluded or excluded. I mean, from uh, the country's core values or whatever. And as long as we're maintaining a moral, uh, you know, in that agnostic presidency, as long as we're keeping the right morals, which I think we can all agree on, is like, don't murder, don't rape the common sense don't be a dickhead shit, I think it's going to be okay, and I would actually embrace the shit out of that. I, I love the idea, Austin, but that we're, we're so far away from having an atheist, or admittedly atheist or agnostic president. I think if one gets elected in the next 10, 20 years, they will fake that they are Catholic or Christian in some way, because like I said earlier, if you're running for president, over any other that political, could have already happened. Over any other, sure it could have. Oh, absolutely. But over over any other political, but they would not tell you that. Right. But over any other political office, if you admit that you are not even agnostic or atheist, but if you admit that you are not Christian, that you don't believe in God, whether that's being agnostic, atheist, or Muslim, or Buddhist, or whatever, that's political suicide in the United States running for president. Which I which I hate because I wish we it could just separate the two. And then leave leave one at yeah. its own plane of existence and the other in its own. So that way we're not intermingling them and causing unnecessary chaos when there's real issues that need to be fixed. A lot, a lot of people only will shape one 
point, whether it's like one person's abortion ideal ideals or religion, they, they will determine their vote based on that. And that's a shame. Let's just put this out there. One, one sentence. Religion is literally just a pissing match. That's what religion is to me. Expand. I feel like you need to just expand on that. You can't just leave it. Now you have to expand. That's a pissing match in, in the sense of like people saying like, well, this is better. This is right. Or this is greater or whatever. Okay. That's all I meant by that. Okay. It's just like, it, it's it, a pissing match. We did we, we set political suicide and it's just annoying because it shouldn't have to be in, related at all. It right. shouldn't have to come and play at all. I hate it. And the reason that Jake and I asked for you to expand on that is because we didn't feel like, I don't think either of us felt like you were like justifying a point by saying that. We didn't understand your point yeah. of saying it. So we thought that you needed to expand. Well, your point made me realize that this whole religion thing just comes across as just a fucking pissing match where people are not, I wish people could be willing to let go of religion and move on to just be a good person. That's it. You'll be okay. If you, here's the thing. If I'm a good person my whole life and I die, go to the fucking heaven or whatever, and they're like, uh, you didn't believe, sorry, you're not allowed in, like you're kicked to the, I don't even want to go to that heaven, honestly. I wouldn't want to be a part of that because I don't want to be a part of anything that if I don't believe in it, I don't get to be a part of it because I, even if I was a good person, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm a good person, if you're a good person and what, if it's heaven or if it's whatever, you should be allowed in or to be able to go. Uh, which I first of all don't even believe that there is anything like that to begin with, but we'll get to you it. should be allowed basically in the club. Let the have the bouncer let you in if you're a good person. Not did you check the box of your attendance every Sunday at church? Did you you know hit the right numbers? Like that shouldn't matter at all. If you are actually a genuinely good human being and God knows it and He doesn't let you in or whatever, then fuck God. I don't want to be. I like send me to hell then. I don't give a fuck. So just to kind of wrap this up a little bit, at least this portion of it. Um, Jamie has been nice enough to give us some stats here. Right? Okay. So, out of all the presidents, do you want to go ahead and say, Jamie? Oh, so yeah, I got I got those that I sent you. I'll read some of those. So, uh, all of the all of the presidents. Can they make this a quiz? Is it possible, or do you just need to say a fact? Uh, I'll, I'll quiz you on these these first. I ones, have so. I have some I have some stuff up here that are up for quiz too. But go ahead, go ahead and say your say your quiz first. So, a vast majority of presidents in the past have been Protestant. Can you guess how many were not? Were, were not, which means either Catholic or didn't believe in Christ, correct? Catholic or undetermined, because they're right. so old and it was never documented or something. Yes. yes. The say is half of them. Half um, of them? Yeah. Way more. Wait. So, how many, wait, how many were Protestant? Wait, so, we're Protestant. talking about how many were Protestant? Or yeah, yeah, Protestant or or some aspect of Protestantism. So being Protestant, <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to not Protestant, which is basically Catholic, Catholic, or just not, not Christian, just at all. not Christian. Okay, so it's kind of so. Let me. It's my mind. It's weird for my mind to comprehend that because Protestant to me, there's like one side of it which is Catholic, which I grew up Catholic, so it's like the more Christian side of things. So. So, like, there's been two Catholic presidents. Correct. Right? So, Biden, so, you're, so you're looking basically for so Biden and JFK. Correct. Those are two Catholic presidents. So, so basically, what you're looking for is is that there are X amount of presidents that are non denomination. Uh, so there's so forty. So two out of forty six. We're on forty six, right? Two out of forty six are Catholic. 
I would say that I don't. I think something tells something tells me that Buchanan wasn't was uh, such a specific one, like so specifically that fucking Buchanan guy. Buchanan you know, was probably a piece of shit. I would say there might be two or three that were um, outside of. You want to say it, Jamie, or you want me to? You can say it. Buchanan was Presbyterian. I knew it. I knew he was different. I think he was also gay. <laughs> Jamie, can you look that one? You <laughs> really know a lot about Buchanan. I think he was. I'm just pointing out that I think he. I don't know. Oh, there's I don't gay president. First guy. There were. There's there were rumors. So you're so. <laughs> Wait a second. What do you want me to do, Pat, man? Pat was getting the fucking the, the daily caller from the guy on the this side. This is what I remember. Buchanan likes dudes. Check it out. Something told me that I remembered something about that. That's great. On the cover. What'd you find? One of the biographers of uh, Buchanan um, said that he was celibate, if oh. not asexual. So several writers have uh, surmised that he was homosexual, including a, f- a few of these known writers. And he had a close relationship with a guy named William Rufus King, who became a popular target of gossip. William is a guy's name. Yeah. I, I actually heard about this in school. How did you know that? I don't know, man. I know some weird shit about presidents. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay, well, he, so you got that one. Right. I used to be able to name so, all of them in, a, in order. Used to be, I used maybe to I still can't. But that anyway. when you give it a shot, you got too many drinks. You want to give it a chance? I might give it a shot tonight right. if you guys want. Uh, let's hear it. Fuck it. Well, well do you want to make this? No, let's wrap up this point. Then we're going to pass. They've been the president. So again, where we're at is how many presidents were? We've already established the cast. There's two candidates: Biden and Kennedy. We got those. How many other presidents were? Non-denominational or just other than I'll, Protestant. I'll say three. I says three. Austin, two or three. He says half of them. Fine, I'll say three. I'll be specific. So twenty of them were non non-denominational. Sure, okay, you're way twenty-two. Wrong. Okay, there was two. There's two other no formal affiliation, and then there's a congressionalist. Austin which, really knows nothing about Jamie. Did you, <laughs> Jamie, did you know what the hell a congressionalist was as far as the as far as religious background goes? What? No, I feel like that's like a political term. I have no idea well, what that is. So I just looked this up on what is this Google? I don't know, just Google thing right here. The two non formal, no formal affiliation are Lincoln and Jefferson. And it says, historians continue to debate the exact nature of Lincoln's beliefs. Hmm. I don't know what Lincoln is, but... Lincoln's got the most biographies besides anybody but Jesus. You looked that up, too, uh, Andy. Okay, well... Okay, but while we're... Before before we get off the presidents and Pat names all the presidents and tries to do them in order, i got to look up real quick. Um, Who is your your favorite president of all time? Not, obviously, it doesn't have to be within our lifetime, but, like, who do you think the most influential president is? 100% Lincoln. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the same thing. Lincoln, I think Lincoln is... The better question would be, like, what the best one or most influential one was that wasn't Lincoln. I think that's a better question. Okay, so let's go from that. What is the... Who's the most influential president besides Lincoln? Trump. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I just want to say a joke. Um, that's a good question. 
you have any ideas? Well, so no my, well, my, my, my two would be uh, in this order, actually. Uh, Roosevelt and JFK. Which one? Uh, I'm going to say Teddy. Teddy was a fucking well-known no, alpha fucking. I was going to say, sorry, Franklin, I'm going to say FDR is who the, Who's the motherfucker that put the, like, the trees? FDR. You know, the trees. FDR, yeah, okay. That, that's the one I like. He was the later one that died in a wheelchair. He was president for 12 years. Teddy fucking was president for, I think, eight years or something like that. And then he went to Africa to fucking, you know, big game hunt. Found out he didn't like what his successor Taft was doing. The fat guy in the bathtub, that guy. Which I was just gonna say, shout out, you saw shout out Taft in the bathtub. I mean, if you're Wait, that fat, die in a bathtub. No, he got stuck in a bathtub. No. Oh my Jeez. god! Interesting fun fact about presidents. I sound like such a nerd. He <laughs> you was, do? I didn't know you had so much. He was the mix. only president that also served as, as chief justice. Didn't know that. Only oh, one. Whatever. Neat. Yeah. Isn't that, Did you know that? Isn't it neat? It's neat. <laughs> Did you know that Taft, the fucking chief justice, Taft was also a very good golfer. Taft was the first one to throw out a first pitch, too. No shit. Yes. That's a surprise. He probably barely. He able probably to sat down when he threw it. Probably was barely oh, able to his body around his. I want to add something. Okay. Uh, so I said FDR and JFK, and I also want to say Obama for influential. Why? Because he's the first black president. Okay. Like that that was major like change, I feel like, in our history. I think culturally it was. I think his politics were shit. But that's just I don't know. I, I like I thought he gave badass speeches. I honestly like Yeah, I, the dude could talk he was a the great dude, speaker. The dude could talk. But I, I just don't think politically I think he is again, hot take here, but I know who our audience is. I think he is the opposite of Trump. Trump was an idiot who was over the top and ridiculous when he came Flashy. out with a lot of this stuff, but his policies weren't actually in yeah, line, honestly, that bad. What Trump did like was pretty good, but I just hated him. He was a normal. He was a normal Republican Look. Republican president with his policies. But after this, let's shift it back to the main religion okay, well, stuff. That's it's my, well, job. It's my job, bitch. No, you know? should calm down. Yeah. Oh, all right. I want you to try to guess. So. First off, Andy, who's your favorite president? I mean, I feel like I gotta go Lincoln. Lincoln have, you seen the, have, you, have you seen the Spielberg movie, Lincoln? No. Oh, well, it's a no, good watch. Well, it's a good watch. Lincoln, Lincoln is a model of character. Okay, if it's not Lincoln, then who it is? Who is it? Who it is? Who it is? Who it is? Not. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go OG. Like, how can you not like George Washington? Like, that dude. Yeah, he's classic. He white-headed motherfucker. I'll say, the, I'll say the other Teddy Roosevelt. Fuck. I'll say Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy? That guy was the most cool. fucking alpha male that ever. John Adams. Been. John Adams has got some good beer named after him. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. He likes slaves. I'm trying to make my job than, easy. In, in more than one way. More than one way with him. Oh, he, he, was, he was the. He, he was, was the guy that had, like, 20 kids oh, with slaves. Obama was not. He was the first black president, but he wasn't the first president with black kids. <laughs> yeah, that was Thomas. That Jefferson. was Thomas Jefferson. Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh he, yeah. Yes, he was fucked all the slaves. Um, Austin, since you're a big political genius, um, there has been what one president from Missouri, and who is that? Adams. 
No. No, Jesus. It's Harry Truman. He was the guy that Truman. blew up the fucking bombs on Japan. Yeah, he was the one that dropped the bombs. Fuck. Yeah, the only, the only leader. Cool. As, the Dave only, Chappelle, as Dave Chappelle says, they've been drawing Hello Kitty ever since. Yeah, he's the only leader in world history that has, that has uh, commissioned atomic bombs to be dropped on another country. He's a savage, then. Like that's, uh, you know what? Oh God, let's not get, let's not. I mean, get not this like, tonight. I mean, but like, you can, you can very much argue that the, that his decision was right. But let's not. Do yeah, that I mean, that I would, it, that opens up a whole war. discussion. So we would have a lot more completely talk about. That's, yeah, that's, that's that'd be kind of. Interesting. I don't know if we want to get into Truman's bombs tonight. No, that that a lot of people are pissed at that. And I try to come in as devil's advocate, and they just like. Oh, I didn't think about all of the other horrible things that everybody else in World War II did. Right, like Mussolini, yeah, exactly. fucking Pearl Harbor, the English and the English and the Germans bombing each other's cities. The fucking right. Russians coming in and raping well, let's, body. Right, let's not talk about Stalin and Mussolini. Well, let's leave World War II. Right, that right. whole nonsense. Yeah. That's, that's a, a good whole hell of a topic. topic. Hell of a topic. Let's go with that. So, but I, you're not going to get off the hook this way. Okay. So again, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want? give me as many as many presidents as you can get? In a list, no, it's in a list as you can at once. Okay, so I can't. You might have to give me some time in between some of these, so cutting or whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, I'll give you a hint. George Washington's the first one. Well, I guess I was given a hint too early. We can't do this. Good job, Washington. Uh, You get it, Ralph, right? It's because of me. Washington, Adams, uh, Jefferson, oh shit, Madison, Monroe. John Quincy Adams, um, Martin Van Buren next. No, you're missing. John, okay, Andrew Jackson, and then Martin Van Buren. Oh man, this is hard now. Oh shit! This, is okay. really this guy. So I'll give you this a hint. I'll give you a hint. This guy was the um, shortest tenured president. <laughs> I know who that is. Uh, that's fucking uh, William William Harrison. Yep. Um, oh my God. He was number nine, right? Yep. And then John Tyler. Zachary Taylor Miller. No, no, John. You're missing one after Tyler, but you're you're good after you're Miller, good after Miller just, Fillmore. No, he's before Fillmore. John and Tyler. fucking dog shit. So John Tyler was ten, right? Franklin Pierce. No, Pierce is after Fillmore. Well, you don't fucking tell me the guy. Okay, who is it? Just tell me. James K. Polk. Oh, I totally forgot about that guy. Okay, James so James K. Polk, Zachary Taylor, Polk. Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore. Yep. Franklin Pierce. Yep. James Buchanan, yep. Abe Lincoln, yep. Andrew Johnson, yep. um, Ulysses S. Grant. Yep. Uh, this is, that's insane. Huh? This is ridiculous. This is like, oh, no, I'm going this. Wait, 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 wait. So 16, 17, 18. So 18 was Grant. 19 was, uh, oh, shit. Wait, was that, was that Hayes? Yeah, Hayes. Holy fuck! Yeah, I do. Grover, Grover Cleveland. No, was twenty. There's, there's two between Grover Cleveland. Wait, two wait. before two before Cleveland. Oh shit! Okay, so did I just say Hayes? Oh, Hayes. I know. Okay, okay. So, all right, Garfield. Yeah, he died. I think he did. Yeah, and then uh, I think they all did. Uh, he died in office. he got assassinated. I think. Uh, okay, so Garfield was 21. I <laughs> know that's that's a line of diehard, by the way. Um, 20, 22 was uh, who the fuck succeeded him? God damn it. 
You already blew my mind. I mean, it's, the fact that he's at 22 yeah. and he missed like two of them is ridiculous. Yeah, that's, give me a second on 20. Okay, go ahead. 20. Yeah, 20. Yeah, 20. Yeah, I need to figure out where we're No, don't get me hanging up. So, Gar, God damn it, Garfield. Damn it, Garfield. Yeah, he ate all the, he ate all the lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that's going to kill me when you say it. Give me a hint. Um, can you give me his okay, initials? Yeah, I can give you. Yeah, so it's C A, and there's also like it's an old school. The first, the last name is an old school show on PBS, and like the meme is like he's got a meme with like the fists in the air. C A, stupid, it's a stupid aardvark. C A, is that the initials? No, no. So the initials. His first initial is C. His last name it starts with an A. And again, something Adam PBS. PBS Aardvark, he had like a freaking rabbit as a friend and a bunch of like a hippo and shit. He was a big old pussy. Fuck, I right, just tell me. What the hell? I don't Chester know. Arthur. Oh, Chester A. Arthur. God damn it. Arthur, Arthur, oh, Arthur oh, that's PBS. He, like, was, he was the one that was. He, was, he, had, there, he, was, he had a Die Hard reference in uh, Die Hard with the Vengeance, the third one in New York. But God damn it, I should have got that. I'm you think DW ever it. became a thought? <laughs> I feel like she was like straight up gonna become a whole one. Fucking back. clip that. You know what I'm talking about, Pat? I feel like Pat like had a hard on. I don't really have. I don't really have. That was a hilarious line, and I don't really can. I can't explain. You know yeah, I know what you're talking about. I watched Arthur. Okay, all right, all right. Stupid rat. I didn't know, know if that was before you. I should have got. I should have got. Chester. I should have got Chester. DW was a total five. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, after Arthur, Grover Cleveland. Okay, and then Benjamin Harrison. Yep. And then Grover Cleveland again. Nope. Yes. Okay, maybe. Yeah, you're correct. God damn. He's it. got more right than Jesus. Yeah, he's got more white right than freaking Wikipedia. Uh, William. <laughs> William McKinley. Nope. There's a person before McKinley. God damn it. This is like the most like generic freaking twenty one of the most something Smith. Is this twenty-five or twenty-four? Oh, fuck. This is twenty-five. I haven't been, I've been so amazed that on there. Count. Before William Harrison. God damn it. Before whoa, 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 you just said it. You just said it. Before William McKinley. Or before William McKinley. You just said you just it. said he <laughs> said it. He said, said it. Doesn't I said Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison. He didn't send Benjamin Harrison. You, you said did. you fucking did. You said fucking. I swear to God, you, you can rewind it. You can fucking rewind it. And you'll hear me say Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and Grover Cleveland again. How, are you willing to put money on it? Yeah, I guarantee I'll put. Oh, money you on are right. Fuck. Wait, wait, wait. Hey. I'm wrong. No, wait, wait. No. Did he say it? But he did he say it? Yes, I, I think, think he swear to God, I said fucked up. You're gonna fuck put a bet on it? I fucked up. Uh, I'll, I'll bet. Fuck it. I'll bet five. I'll bet five dollars. With five dollars that right. earlier, like five minutes ago, I'll buy I said. Pat. I'll buy Pat the the next drink on the next podcast if, if I am wrong. If yeah. I'm incorrect. If he okay. did say Harrison. All right, after McKinley. Sorry, I ruined your fucking. So McKinley. After yeah. Grover McKinley. Second time. Yeah, fuck you. I think McKinley died. Died. I mean, he did, he did four years. He did four years and then died, and then came in Teddy. Teddy Goddamn Roosevelt. Okay. And after Teddy was fat tasked, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then the election of 1912 was really interesting because Teddy came back to challenge Taft, and then it was a three-horse race, but they split the Republican vote, and Woodrow Wilson became president. 
Should have been an industry teacher. Dude, this Ow. is this is so impressive. And then, he's like got this. And then Calvin Coolidge. No. Um, you're missing. Oh, you're I, missing this one. guy died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, it was I fucked the sword. Yeah. What the hell is that guy's name? This he's guy just, is like I think this guy is known as like the, the worst least, president ever. Not the worst president, but he's like the least uh, notable president of all time. Warren G. Harding. This guy is a <laughs> fucking pet as an animal. Who, by, by the way, who nominated and nominated Taft as as uh, chief justice and then was voted in. So that's I was under Harding's presidency, and then Calvin Coolidge, okay. and then uh, the fucking guy I know his name. Shut the fuck up. No one's talking. It's um, <laughs> dude. This is so impressive. Just, just fuck is his name. I know it. It's fuck is his name. Herbert Hoover. My God. And then uh, after Hoover. And then FDR forever. Yep. For, forever. Yeah. Then, it's 12 years. Yep. And then Harry Ash Truman, the guy from uh, the guy from Independence, Missouri, over yep. there in KC. Shout out. Yep. Shout out to KC. Okay. Then after Truman. Eisenhower. And then after Eisenhower. JFK. And after JFK. Lyndon B. Johnson. And after Johnson. It was. Um, Nixon, yeah, shut the Nixon. fuck up. Nixon and after up. Nixon, my shit. Ford, I love after Ford. I love Ford. By the way, he played college football. Okay, why do you like Ford so much? I fucking, I don't know. He just, I don't want to throw you off your game. But after Ford, I mean, he, he, lo- he looks cool and he played college football. You got it after this. He was, the only, he was the only president that was actually never won an election as VP or president. But anyway, um, so yeah, after Ford, it's Reagan. No. Oh, no, Jimmy Carter and then Reagan, excuse me. Yep. Jimmy Carter, Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, and then the guy that nobody fucking wants. Dude, that that just blew my fucking mind. Not a bad, for, not a bad performance, huh? That, that was is good. 44, what, 46 presidents now? 48. 46, I think. 46, and you missed maybe one or two? I missed like three or four. How? How? That Dude, was impressive. I, Pat's got like this a rare autism that he like. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like a genius <laughs> autism. Not like. Yeah. Not, he's not like autistic, but he's got like this autistic gene in him where he. This not, no, no. He yeah. learned golf like not that long ago and like knows every fucking like tournament and like every like stroke that happened. Like he knows all this shit. And like he does the same thing with Call of Duty. He did the same. He didn't know anything about Call of Duty. Now he knows like probably more than I do. And now he's doing it with real estate. He's, he's got this like shit. He's just got this yeah. like cu- curiosity, autism. Well, he can retain it though. Right, that's where the autism comes in. Being that president, so, see his memorizing. I can also. He's worried about him a little too. Wait, yeah, he's worried about who Buchanan was fucking. Right. Listen, I really don't give a fuck if that's out there. But no. as well as you shouldn't. It's twenty-seven. Twenty-five. Who cares? Sure. Uh, well, I mean, you're acting like it. With, that's like not material. But it's like motherfucker. I'm like comfortable with the fact of who I am, and I should be right now. But like, but I can also name like the, the last million fucking Masters champions. Well, let's do it. Sports. 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 Let's uh-huh. Dave, we all know Dave. Yeah, Dave. I sat at a bar with him, and we were drinking. This is back before he had right. kids, and he was boring. Now, yeah, he could tell. He could tell me. Shout out, Dave. Shout out, Dave. He could tell me, going back in the NFL drafts, what team drafted which player and what college they went to. Yeah, and I'm not kidding you. I would sit there and be like, Dave, 
2013, number four, and he'd be like, I, oh, that was uh, that was Indomitian Sioux, Nebraska, and whatever. And I, I was like, I'd look it up and be like, how in the hell yeah, do you say, know this? I used, to be able to, I used to be able to list off all the scores of my entire high school football career. Pat still knows the scores of the freaking intramural league. No, I don't know that. You d- like, okay, what, so, position, what position were you on? What was what was the game? Was, uh, like a, I was a fucking relegated wide receiver because fucking Ethan's chapter number ass. We thought he was like going to be a better goddamn receiver than I was. I was like well, fucking five two in his ass is like a dump truck. Dog shit, like a, <laughs> dog shit athlete. I mean, that's not. Okay, I was forced to the offensive line to just run like stupid fucking rats. He needs to be a lineman. No. So yeah, shout out, bullshit. shout out right here. Okay. So before you were around, do you know who the quarterback of Sigtaw was for a while? I think I know who you're going to say. Before Trevor, it was, uh, oh, God damn it. You talking about Ben? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and so every, every game, we ran the same fucking play the entire time. We ran, I told Ben, I said, go deep. And I'm gonna throw you the fucking ball every single play. The first naked he would just run. He would run a zero. What we called in high school. He'd run a zero, and I just fucking launch it up to him, and we get uh, the whole time. And Matt, yeah, I know, I was know. pissed off <laughs> at me because he would always think he's open. There's two routes that I threw in, in football the entire time when we played. It was a go route with yep. Ben, and if that wasn't open, Trevor ran a four, and Trevor that. ran track. So he's running, he's running past everybody. I dump it off to him. If Trevor's not open, Ben's not open. Yeah. I run and I get a first down. Trevor, by That's the way, was. Trevor, by the way, told me about this stuff, and I didn't know. I didn't remember hearing your quarterback. Yeah, but he dude. told me that him and Ben fucking ran like. That's all shit. they did. That was all. That, that was <laughs> two people I threw to the entire awesome. time. That's so funny. Yeah, I, wish I, I had that quarterback for like two or three years. Black football was some of my funnest times of my life. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I So the one of the one of my friends was the referee, and uh, I got like I got chased, and we needed a first down, and I hurdled over the fucking lineman, and I dove for the first down, and he's like, my friend comes back and says, dude, as awesome that was, like you can't jump over people in Aaron Merrill football, so like I'm gonna have Fuck to. Fuck that, yeah, you can. I was like, oh hell yeah, you can, dude. I fucking tripped at ginger one time. <laughs> Like on purpose, yeah. Just because I wanted to assert dominance, but the best player, that, that shit the right. best player in your girls that I ever had was at the very last second we had. Oh man, we got a touchdown. We we're going for two, and um, I dropped back. We were playing like I think uh, a different fraternity down there, and uh, was it Sig New? It was Sig it was and then a Kai. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so then we, we we went down. They weren't very good. We're, we're coming back. They were actually decent. That's Not near I played. Okay. They were okay. Right. So dropping back, and I am I'm in the center, and I see two guys running towards the left pylon of the bed, the end zone, and I just launch it over there, and it's Ben, and I'm throwing it to Ben. Shit. Well, Steve was our uh, not. Not yeah, big Steve. Like Union, here, like big here. Union Steve. Yeah. Union Steve. <laughs> Union Steve was our center. Shout out, what, boys. Shout out Union. <laughs> and what Union Steve would do was after he snapped, after he snapped the ball, he would run a route out there. Well, I didn't even see him, so I threw the ball to Ben. And Union Steve comes out of nowhere and catches the freaking ball. I, I'm telling you, Pat. I know. I know you're not a huge football guy, but he does like one of these, you know, like. Grappling catches like on the very end of it. Oh yeah, and like falls down, 
two-point conversion, we win. Game over, we go to the playoffs, get our ass kicked by Pike. PSDA, BFM. Yeah. Yeah. But, I had to um, finish the song. You know? Dude, I, intramurals I, are so fun. They were so much Tell fun. Tell about singing. I want to. We'll probably know the story. No, of that game. God. I, yes. I, I, will, I will say, man. So I got to <laughs> say two things definitely about this subject, like about about Union Steve, baby. I, the, I when I was, before, I love Union Steve. Love him too. Before the year before I like took over quarterback as full time, there were a couple of times Trevor had a fucking track thing and needed somebody to fill in for for uh, quarterback. And Steve, quarterback, just nuts, as you fucking know. Even though you guys, even though you apparently you ran the same play over and over again, I like yes. to like tell people. But like the the year that I was actually a dedicated quarterback, I like came up with plays and I fucking came up with a system that took a few, couple of games for me to really hone into. But like the first time I did it, when I had Steve Union Steve with me, it was like completely raw. And Steve was a uh, he was a center for me. But he was a very good, like, voice of, like, experience reason while I'm, like, playing quarterback with my fucking head up my ass. Not intentionally, because it's just so fucking hard to play quarterback. You just launch it, Doug. It's such a tough game. But I – this is a dangerous subject because <laughs> I, I guarantee you that some of our listeners, they're fucking shaking their head right now because I was so passionate about flag football and I could talk about this all goddamn day. Yeah, he will go. And they probably don't want me to. During my senior send-off, during my senior send-off, maybe let's have a dedicated like yeah. let's well, maybe bring this up a different time. Yeah. We, we can get I can really get into the fucking weeds on this, but I yeah. talked I talked to fucking Washington Mike about this. For ten minutes. I want us to start trying people like that. For ten minutes during my senior send-off, I talked <laughs> at Mike about flag football. Well, everybody else pretty much was just like, oh, my fucking God, Pat, just hurry Don't up. You see oh, he, I was there. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it great? No, it wasn't. It was like, <laughs> you know, like when I went around and had everybody. that conversation with Washington and Mike so many fucking times. Like, and, and like, and Mike, I was obsessed with knew it. what he was going to say already because he's already had that conversation six times. But, but you want me to talk about Sig no, no, That's why I was joking. Like, you don't want to hear about Sig <laughs> Well, we'll get into. They should have won that we'll game. We'll get into. Let's talk about six news some other time. We, we've got more of an agenda. Sure. We do have a little bit of an agenda. Yeah, we, we got, got a lot of time. I had, I had one other thing. Oh, oh yeah, just to wrap the sig top point on this. Okay. And the Masters. So I was with um, when we had Union Sam and uh, Barnhart, Barnhart Tom, and uh, Union Barnhart. Union so Barnhart's oh god damn it Barnhart's way south dog but <laughs> Union but Union Sam and Barnhart Tom they were when we played when we played they were the offensive coordinators for us so whatever I would call a timeout oh, I saw that folks. they had a oh, they yeah, had a that. headset and a clipboard and a playboy and, and Union Sam would come up to me and be like hey I got some plays well and they had and, their their Xbox headset yeah, on. that's what I said I thought you said something else. no they have the Xbox headset and they would have a play sheet. And all the play sheet was was naked chicks. Yeah, <laughs> it would be naked chicks, and Union Sam would come up and be like, "Hey, you like this one?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I really like that one a lot." And I'd just sit there and laugh, and he'd bullshit with me, and then I'd actually go up to whoever I was playing with and be like, "Hey, actually, run this route. I'm going to throw it here. You're going to be good." One of my favorite photos ever of Sam, by the way. Yeah, and we need to find this. This was a little bit adjacent. I'm not like I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. I'm not going to talk about Sig New, but to the point of having like. You know, some of our brothers on the sideline just like hanging out, supporting us. Not, wait, I didn't have like an offense coordinator head coach, but the year that I played quarterback was uh, my my graduating semester year, 
And I just remember I was like playing one time and I had a really fucking good scrambling run. And it was like a weaving fucking 60 yard run. And I've got Dale and fucking Dusty Peter on the sidelines. I think you're not a real, real, not a real name. And, not a real and I get done with this run and I'm seriously like in the fucking game. I'm serious about this shit. And I get done with that. I know you are. And I hear fucking Dale shout some shit. And Dusty yells something like, good run, old man. And I'm just like, I'm fucking serious about this. And I got to listen to your fucking ass just give me shit right now. Ah, that didn't piss me off, but I was just like, you fucking cunt bags. God damn it. God damn it. Do we want to use cunt bag? Cunt, cunt, cunt is a, uh, maybe, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's I, allowed. I like the word cunt. They say it all the time in Britain. It's so it's arguable. We can argue about it. So, uh, Bringing this a little bit back towards the topic. Do you remember, you weren't probably there, but do you remember, and it might have been when you were gone, they set up, I think it was the Newman Center or something, they set up like a little next to our house. And it was, and it was like, hey, come by and get your confession done. And like, come and confess to this thing. Oh, we're wrapping back into religion. <laughs> we are. Well, that's actually what I wanted to bring. So like, but I didn't. We for this. we like fucked with those guys so <laughs> to the point. Was it where, like I'm not gonna too? say who did this, but somebody burnt a pentagram into the fucking oh my god the driveway that we had. Remember the circle driveway? Yeah, they burnt a pentagram into the circle driveway to fuck with these guys so much. They fucked with these guys. They fucked with these guys so much that like. I'm surprised they ever came back. I'm like, yeah. just don't. I would have. And I, again, me and I think me and me and uh, we took me and another right me and another uh, me and another guy there. Me and another guy there were were sympathetic towards the uh, Catholics, um, and we actually went out to those guys and said, like, real confession. Hey, like, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing here. Like, it, it's it's commendable, but yeah. this ain't the place. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this is not the place you would go to. Go somewhere else. Wait, was they actually like, like they have a private like booth that you would go into. They had like some pictures out in the open. The same no, it was a booth. So like picture like a picture like if you're if you're out, it's like some festival, and it's like a like basically it's a booth, but like a curtain that you went in and like talked to this person. Because uh-huh. we knew like yeah. there was a couple guys that we actually knew from that were decent guys that were from the Newman Center and that kind of okay. stuff. Um, well, but on this topic, because I wanted to ask this earlier, we 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 skipped along, but uh, what is a confession you guys remember saying when you were younger and being like scared to like confess and like worried when you were going into there? I don't really have much to say, and I kind of said it earlier, but all I was like worried about was like confessing that I've cussed, you know, I'm something that. You know, oh, you're not supposed to do. You do it so quietly behind your parents' backs, and you don't know if you're pre. You don't want your pre. Slap on the house. You know, to tell on you, and it's like thinking back. <laughs> it's such. It's such a, it's the stupidest. It is so stupid. So like I watched so dumb. Like foreign father. Like, say a hail mary, you'll be fine. It's like, oh really? I would have just did that and not even came yeah. here and told you that next time. Father once his name probably rolled his eyes and was like, yeah. To that point, I'm pretty sure that. I'd Told somebody that it beat off, and like it was probably confession. Yeah, I think so. It, <coughs> sorry, That's it hilarious. was probably to the point 
that yeah like you, you were saying words no i said masturbate i'm pretty sure oh, like okay. i i kept yeah. pretty you can't say rub one out yeah right. ah sorry father just i just thought, i just took, his face. yeah i just choked my chicken you know <laughs> when i was out here yeah um but like probably felt bad about to it. The, <laughs> that point like now I know priests without there, and I think that's all they do is beat off. So like, yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, well, if you need, if you need some, you imagine off. like, fuck that. There's no way they have it. Yeah. They you know, so real off quick off. before we get off, so like, no, no, no. So like, I always laugh my ass off whenever I go to church and I don't that often. But they always like at the prayers or whatever where they're like, oh, we need to pray for this and this and this. They always say, like, oh, we need to pray for a vocation for more priests to the priesthood. It's like, okay, well, if you want that, let them get married. There's yeah, plenty of priests seriously. that would want to be priests if they want to get married. Part of the reason is because you can't be married or whatever. That's why a lot of priests don't want to be priests. Allow them to yeah. fuck women. That might be some of the reason or why dudes, like, or dudes, that, no that attracts pedophiles in who are like, oh, there's a little a bunch of little boys and shit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. No, you're right. If they would let priests get married, you'd probably get a higher quality of priest. Yeah, there's a lot of straight guys that believe in God that would probably be a priest. Yeah, so to that point, but to that point, so like you got you got like the priest that you're taking the full vial, you're you're balls deep, right? And you're all the way down in there. So like, like you're all the way down in there. You're all you're saying like they're being like very celibate, but then you're like. Their balls deep <laughs> all the way down in there. Celibate as a motherfucker. Your balls deep in God. I mean, yeah. priest. I mean but, so here's the thing. There's no way they don't jerk off. I can barely go. But here's three but days. Here's, three days. I mean, sometimes I barely make it two days. Okay. But I'll let you fucking talk about religion. But there's here's I'm just distracted now. But here's the thing. Yeah. There's deacons that can get married. So yeah. is being a deacon is that a smart move or is that a pussy? Being a Protestant is a smart move because Catholic priests can't fucking marry. Well, I'm talking about Catholics. Okay. Well, then. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's like. Yeah. Yeah. You're just kind of capping your fucking uh, That's career path. If your, idea, if your idea is to be a cardinal or a goddamn pope, I mean, you're not going to get there by just being like, yeah, I want to stay at Dickens so I can fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> do you. Do, why? I wonder why they picked those names. Deacon, bishop, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, pretty cool names, don't they? Carl's kind of sweet. Carl's kind of dope, isn't it? I don't know. Pope's kind of dumb. It's like poop. The Pope but is kind of dumb. Deacon, though? Deacon. What's with that yeah, fucking Deacon hat, by the way? I don't know. Why do they get the hats kind of lit? Do you, you think mm, that. The, I don't like the hat. But would you not ride around the Pope mobile? I would, yeah. Isn't it like glass? It's like bulletproof glass because yeah. they've tried to assassinate. Why would you want to assassinate a pope? By the way, uh, they've tried to assassinate popes. That's all. Probably, but let's, know, let's, let's, a lot uh, of people want to. So, a lot of people want to. The church has killed so many people in the centuries it's been around. I mean, it's got some enemies. Okay, don't yeah, say who doesn't want to assassinate the pope. Yeah, but it's like old shit. It's like now. Yeah, there's some, grudge there's some hateful ass motherfuckers in a different religion and just different religions in general who are like the Pope. Fuck him. Yeah. Okay. 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 There's a lot of people who want to kill a Pope. Well, okay. So that that is that is a good conspiracy, which rolls us right into our next topic. Oh shit. Religious conspiracy. So again, I'm gonna preface this by again saying that we are not hating. No hatred towards any religions here. Do what you want to do. Be who you want to be, but 
sometimes we're just a little bit skeptical. So we're going to conversate. We're going to talk about it. Okay. okay. Perfect. So, Austin. Yes. The craziest yes. religion in your mind out there currently is? What's that one, like, what is it, like, Northwestern? Methodist or what? What the fuck is it? It's uh oh the one that the, the God hates. Uh, no, they're F. like super crazy. Central. Yeah, it's no, no. It's um. Jamie, help me out. It's uh, uh that fucking psycho uh, religion. Uh, that's like just church. What do you say? Westboro Baptist. Yeah, Westboro yeah, Baptist. West West Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. So, I mean, that one. They're psychotic. I've heard. I don't remember well, what I heard about. Because they're, they're just they're just so based on hate. Like they they just. They're so strict on just what the Bible says is what goes, and they just there's just no wiggle room or anything. They just just hate, but like so even that over like you know yeah. Well, I mean, I'll get, to, I'll get to mine. I'll get to mine here. Thank God. Uh, go ahead. But, I mean, I guess that was my answer, but it made me think. I don't know if like do you guys remember on our campus there was those people that preach religion. Yes, and no. there was one time they got a big audience because everybody thought it was hilarious, like the shit they were saying. Because they were so extreme, the guy and the girl, like even the, the like the girl was saying that women need to be in the kitchen. I was like, what? Like, is she not what gender she is? Like, she was saying all sorts of shit like that. And the guy was like doing these dances where he was like, if you kiss a girl, you're gonna get like he's doing this with his hands, like like a little pharaoh, like you're gonna get syphilis and like saying shit like that. It's like. <laughs> And like, I'm dude, surprised you didn't grab a picket sign and just march with. I, I was doing on tests. Is, is that how it works? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a. Well, I mean, no, it doesn't. It's not how it works. You're not a syphilis but, uh, Yeah, but no, those people were psychotic, and I feel like they are just literally crazy. I did meet a monk one time. He gave me a dope ass book, uh, and I was like, hmm, I might actually read this. Where did you meet a like, monk? At? He was outside of the electrical building, oh, okay. and uh, yeah, he he actually looked like a monk too. He looked just like he floated in the mountains, like with his legs crossed. And Came shit. in from Tamriel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an orange gown on, and uh, he literally looked like a straight out of a movie monk. And he gave me this book about meditating and stuff, but I never read it. I, I think I threw it away right away, actually. But it looked cool. I would I would be down to like do some meditation in the mountains, like yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that just goes into that. Religion, religion, yeah. Well, yeah. What do you think? I think that I can reflect what Austin said about the Westboro Baptist Church and like the people that went onto our campus and acted nuts. And there was like one St. Patty's Day where I was down there and I was kind of walking through Rolla and there was this one crazy fucking Catholic person that um, just started badgering me about what St. Patrick was all about. And I'm a fucking agnostic and just give a shit about him. He's like, you know, I, I I don't know. He just like followed after me, and I was just like, "Oh my god, just fuck off, you stupid fuck!" I don't know. Like, <laughs> mind your own goddamn business. I'm of the religion of mind. You know, the religion of mind your own goddamn business. Make everybody's world your place where you can. See, Pat's gonna lit, drum snakes out, that kind of shit. Yeah, it's just like put snakes heads off and fuck bitches and shit. Saints of calculus or something. I don't know how many saints fuck bitches, but we can we can we can work with that. What do you think he did with that staff? That staff he always carries around. He put it to work. He probably put put that staff. So I I'm surprised that you guys didn't touch this one. But if there is a if there is a sketchy religion, again, do what you want. But 
that I think is more towards kind of where I want to go with this next conversation, the cult. I think the Scientology is. Okay. Oh my god! Yeah, I said at the beginning, I forgot all about Scientology for like, sure. And then there was this such guy. A joke. There was this guy that was like a cult leader. Oh my fucking god! Was his name? I feel like June Jones is a football coach. He no, um, Jim Jones. Jim, Jim Jones. Jones. He was the Jim uh, Jones. That was he the guy? I thought yeah, this Jonestown. was like, Jonestown. I thought this was South America. Jonestown. Okay, it might be South America. Like, it was Africa. Jamie, yeah. could you look that up, please? That guy is also fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, don't, forget, don't forget David Koresh and the Waco Colts. I was going to say David. Yeah, I was going to say David Koresh. Who's that? Yeah. Well, I'll get to David Koresh with okay. the Waco thing. So Jim Jones and obviously Scientology. I mean, everybody knows they're fucking nuts. I mean, we just yeah. I mean, it's, it's not play. It's not that I forgot. I almost I almost don't consider Scientology like a it's legitimate a religion. That's really, that's the reason I didn't really talk much about it. Yeah. It's funny. Like a, it's honestly it's a fake a belief system. system. You like, pay to play the higher up, the more you pay, the higher up you are in the religion. So that's, that's a cult more than a religion. People so, so religion is, in a, is a cult in a way. That's a great segment to segue yes, to what, where is the, where is the uh, line between a religion and a line cult? So there is no line. So I want to get to that. But Jamie, again, hey, the limit uh, does not exist. <laughs> why don't you, since you brought Waco up, why don't you enlighten us a little bit on Waco? So David Koresh uh, was a Texan. He was traveling around, playing music, just kind of doing his thing, and uh, was really passionate about the good Lord and was trying to recruit people. And he had essentially a a ton of property in Waco, Texas, uh, and uh, a compound. It was not just a home. It was kind of a communal living space for all these people that he invited to kind of stay with them there and uh you know acted as kind of a, a preacher or a religious leader to them uh but at the same time they were sort of hoarding weapons and stuff and uh it was basically fucking everyone's wives there and the uh the atf kind of caught wind to the whole guns thing and tried to raid them uh and they kind of got into a little shooting match uh, long story short, it was a big standoff for like a ton of days and ended up lighting the fucking whole compound on fire and a bunch of people died, including him. Yeah, so like that is a to me, and I watched like so again if I you know there's a show, yeah. If you want to look at some of there's, there's a couple documentaries about Waco. It's extremely so like there's one documentary that paints him in a good light. This dude was not a good guy by any Sense of the imagination. Did the FBI do everything correctly? Absolutely not. They went and fucked everything up. There was multiple fuck-ups on both sides. But to me, if there is a point of a cult, there's two things that I think of as a cult that's pushed as a religion. It's definitely Waco and David Koresh because, like like Jamie said, it's he basically built this whole religion around fucking everybody else's wives. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he wanted to do. He had kids with everybody else. It was fucked up. Man, this guy and was pretty... Is this a cult? In a bad way. Wait, is this a cult or a cuck? This was... Is it a cuck cult? A cuck cult? A cuck cult? This was a... This was, was a, oh, there's a, this was a genius that took advantage this of this. Was a, this was a... So this is kind of what you talked about at the very beginning of some some religious people. And again, I'm going to... I'm going to generalized here but mm-hmm. some religious people can be mindless and these people take advantage of these idiots yeah and it's the same kind of thing where this guy david koresh is saying hey i'm like the second coming of christ hey uh 
you husband has this hot wife. I'm going to bang your wife and, and make her pregnant because I'm like, Jesus, he's like, oh, yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah. This is like, th- th- essentially, that's kind of what it was. It's all about power for this dude. Yeah. And that and then Scientology is a good example of, we're probably going to get killed because we're talking about Scientology on this. But like, that's a good example to me of cults, religions that push cults behind the line. Now, I will also, I, I can't have a definitive answer, a definitive defense on why people wouldn't think Catholicism is a cult or Christianity right. is a cult. Because your by definition, definition yeah. by definition, it still could be that where the delineation points to you, Austin. What where is that delineation point between what could be Waco and Scientology in my aspect between Catholicism and Christianity? There is no delineation. So there's no delineation with your of every religion is a cult. Okay, explain a little bit. But it, they don't get labeled as a cult because cult has a negative connotation over it. Cult is usually like an organization that is doing something bad or mischievous or you know not good, whereas like religion is trying to do good shit, you know, for the most part. And so, but I just they you are a cult in concept. But even every company is a cult. Like the company you work at is a technically like a cult by definition. But when people think of cult, they think of the negative connotation of it's they're up to something bad or doing something bad or something crazy. So that's kind of real, nuts. Real quick, what? real quick, just to kind of nuts. You're calling your you're you're calling your company. You're calling cult. every company. Yeah, I, I know we're trying to talk about, and, and I'll just I'll jump definition. in. I want to jump in here. No, go ahead. And say that um, whenever I do end up back in church for weddings and funerals, and with the singing and the whole shit, I do feel it's very. Very cultish to when I was growing up as a kid. I was so used to because I was there four days a week. But you got to have a better answer for the difference between just your regular, innocent, fucking Catholic, you know, parish versus. I, I said I don't think you had a very good argument between I, Jim Jones of the world and the fucking. I said world. that I was finishing my point. Sorry. Okay. Well, I did say that a religion is usually trying to do something good, and I said that a cult is usually like. Trying to do something crazy or mischievous, okay, or, or control that. power. Yeah, that must. And they both that. control power, right? To be honest. Yeah. You threw me off when you said that everybody's company is a cult. Okay. Well, well I mean, every organization is a cult, but they're not a cult at the same time. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, they're a cult by definition because they're a group of people no. doing something. No, but I think he's they're right. not a cult no, because see. they're not like the text, the how we define cult in our society. But I think I think what you're thinking of, and, and Austin is correct on this, at least in my opinion, is that a cult doesn't need to have a negative connotation to it. We just, as a society, have the negative right. connotation okay. that is built yeah. off of it. Okay, so you're wrong on that. Accept it. Uh, well, I, but I would agree with you. I always, the negative connotation. I always, I always take a cult. I always assume as a do I do I think thing. companies are a cult? No, but by definition, they are the same. Fall under the same umbrella as a, what the word cult means. It's just a group of people that are doing something. Well, but I mean, we, just have, we have the people. Let's see what so the exact Yeah, it is. Jamie, Jamie, you have the definition of cult. I got a definition. So it's kind of, uh, you guys are both right and wrong. So it's a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. So it is more general and doesn't, it's not necessarily a negative thing by definition, 
but it does inherently have to be kind of religious and directed towards a particular figure or object. Good. That's a good point. So that's what I was going to ask well, you too, is it has, so the, the, the Webster dictionary yeah. definition is it has to have some religious connotation to it. Right. right, Jamie. But in our world, that's like, it can be used. Are you, just, are you no. telling me now? Or? I am impromptu, okay. Jamie, but I was just going to say that the textbook definition of it, that is correct. What you just said, obviously, but the way the term can be used in our day and age it can mean multiple things by how we, in the context that it's being used. And if you break it down to the bare essentials of what that definition is, it's basically saying people doing something. And then the something is religion in that, that case on the textbook but, definition. I just but the textbook definition is that it has to have a religious connotation. Too. Yeah, you can't just call. I guess I should Work isn't necessarily a paper organization. False. Synonymous. I should make cult and organization synonymous. By nature, the same. Austin has a point because I'm, I'm reading. It says, in modern English... And this is just kind of an extended definition. In modern English, a cult is a social group that is defined by its unusual religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs, or by its common interest in a particular person, object, or goal. So if you were to pick apart that definition, you could argue the whole workplace thing, you know, philosophical beliefs or towards a, a common goal, you know, you could pick apart and look at it that way, apart from specifically religious. Exactly. All right. Well, fortunately, I don't really care that much about it, so I'm not going to fucking die on this hill of being wrong here, so I really don't get Well, you already died. I think he's already dead, yeah. yeah. Your, your floor, your, your, your corpse is on the floor right now. Right on the fucking airplane. Hey, it's take off. Are you? Full circle. You are full circle, because the last, one of the last things I want to talk about here. Oh, sweet, because I was wondering is, let's talk about, would, let's talk about after. Yes, so, yes, I've been waiting for this the whole fucking time. All of, all of these, I, I will say, so all of these religions, and if you boil it down to one way or the other, have some sort of end to whatever the hell we're doing on this earth right now, right? Or explanation towards. Or explanation me. towards where we're at. So. I am extremely curious, and I think we would be um, screwing our listeners, subscribe only, uh, to not what? So I hit that like button. So oh, yeah. Smash that like button. Yeah. It would be, it would be, a, going dis- to- it would, <laughs> it'd be a disservice to our listeners if we did not explain, each of us, including you, Jamie, what we thought afterlife was going to be like. So yes. I'm so happy we'll start with you. Well, mine's going to be the better answer of the two. So let's okay. so, Pat, we'll start with you. And then I'll go, and then Jamie, and then you. All right. Well, guess I'll go first. Um, you know, I just want to lead this off by saying a funny story about when I was a, a young boy and I was listening to. When I was a when young boy. When I was a young boy. I'm fucking ranking under here. And when I was listening to. Queen. When I was listening. When I was listening to the homily, which is where the <laughs> priest where the priest goes up and he fucking gives his whole like kind of spiel about whatever he thinks of whatever. That's what the homily is during a Catholic ceremony. But during one of these, the priest one time said that that heaven is like an endless mass. And endless ass? Endless <laughs> that I will 
Mask it's completely, it's completely different if you chop the M off and it's endless. <laughs> but he said, way better if you chop the M off. But he said endless mass. And me sitting there with 80, 80D, fucking kneeling on a pew, my knees are dying. I want to, I want to go to gym class. I just want to go to gym class. And he's talking about, you know, heaven is an endless mass. And I just remember, I'll always remember that. And my mom, oh, about my mom and dad always remembered that fucking line too. Because I remember thinking, no, I remember thinking like, Wow, if you really want to sell kids to be really good and like earn their way through heaven, like just why don't you convince them that once they get there, they're it's never gonna cheese. they're never gonna get off the pew, you know? Like, so you never get the gym class. That's just an independent story, separate from the answer to this question. Which, what do I think is afterlife? I think that. More than likely, it's just a void. That there's not a real afterlife. I would, I would love it if there was something really neat up there, but I personally just don't think there's anything. I think you, you think it's just black abyss and your worm food. I think it's black abyss. Yeah. And the TV's off. Yeah. So I uh, again, when you're raised as when you're raised as a Catholic, it's essentially like your afterlife. If you're if you're good, it's what you earn. Is what you earn, and it's turned into basically like a big reunion with your family and all this kind of stuff, and um, that all sounds great, and and you hope that that's the case. Um, kind of what I want to put off in this whole podcast, and kind of my summarizing of what I want you guys, the listeners, to understand about myself is is that I again I like we reiterated I don't really care I I. I I embrace whatever kind of religion you want to go with. And I also think that there is no shame in saying that you don't know what's going to happen. And to that point, to answer this question is, I really don't know. Like, I have hopes of what I want to happen. I would love to happen that I see my parents again. I see, you know, my family and, and, and everybody that's close to me, you guys and everybody like that. And it's like a big, essentially like a big party. But I don't know. Like I, I just don't know. And I don't think that, that necessarily needs to be a bad thing. I don't think it needs to be a negative thing. I think that it's something that we strive to get to by the time we're ready to pass and, and do that kind of stuff. But like, um, I feel like if you focus kind of what, what religion, at least a negative connotation for me, is if you focus too much on the afterlife, um, just speaking with Catholicism in general, you focus too much on being a good person, and I'm quote putting quotations on it. What you think or what they say is a good person, and try to work towards this heaven ideal that may or may not be right. Um, you're going to live your life a different way than you actually want to live it, and you're living towards an afterlife that may not even be right. And you should be living towards the actual life that you're living currently. Um, who who is to say that what we're in now is in heaven? Um, yes. That kind of thing. So why not enjoy it while you're here? Why not do that kind of stuff while you're here? That's kind of where my mindset is. Again, I hope that there's something afterwards. I I, I do really think that there's got to be something else besides this. I don't think that we're going to just be worm food. I really hope we don't. Um, but that's kind of just where I'm at. Jamie, what do you think? Yeah, Jamie. Okay, sure. Yeah, I uh, I relate to Pat's answer. I'd compare it to, like, can you think about what life was like before you were born? Like, it's 
just a black a bit there's it's it's a it's null it's nothing um so if i had to put money on what it is i'd say it's exactly that it's just a whole lot of nothing which is a little anticlimactic but i mean i think it gives more power to you know the life we have now so no i i completely agree i think that's kind of what a lot of these religions kind of what they um what they preach and what they miss is is that you're working towards something that is unattainable or in the future when in reality it may never happen. So why not just try to make the best of your life now rather than work towards the after life? Pat, I don't know you want to say Yeah, I agree. And to, to wrap up that point on what you said, Andy, like it was a void. 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 God damn it. <laughs> What was a before? What did I just get there? Okay, so avoid before you were avoid alive. The 47th president. And avoid after you were alive. And the whole idea is to just make the most out of this one life that you do have. So that's all I wanted to say on that. Yeah. Awesome. So Jake kind of stole my thunder a little bit, but I agree with a lot with what he said. And I kind of actually a little bit of a combination of what everyone said, especially what you just said right there with Pat with enjoy your life. Um, the way I see it all is this. Back then when like the Bible and religions like were all like being created, I guess you could say, like they didn't have as much science or technology. Uh, they had a lot of wisdom. It seems like when you read all these like scriptures and you see some of the wisdom, but they didn't have, I feel like a full understanding of, uh, you know, the pic- the big picture. Like I think that people genuinely believe that like heaven was up in the clouds, hanging out up there. Everybody's just up there chilling in the clouds. And I mean, now that we have planes, you can fly up in the clouds and see no one's chilling up there. So like, that's like disproved that whole idea right, right then and there. But to me, the idea of heaven, like just eternal, like forever, it seems really boring, honestly. Like I, I don't want to get up there and just be like, wow, we're on our 10 millionth year of like partying. This is kind of repetitious like, honestly that scares me that, to talk about that scares me more than just like yeah. ending and nothing and thank you pat for fucking shitting yourself yeah. but go ahead that was loud but yeah so i i don't really want it to be <laughs> that to be honest i i'm not like fond of that uh idea but god damn it my fucking notes <laughs> but anyway so coming back to my point here if i can so what I think life is, is a loop, kind of just like, a, 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 like in death, like they say, you know, you see everyone you ever loved uh, again. And like, you've heard people say when they die, like, I'm going into the light, um, like that white light to me is, first of all, when, when they're seeing that light, it's because the dopamine in their brain is getting released, all of it. Whereas like... When you dream and you get a little bit of dopamine, it creates these spectacular dreams that are so vivid and so real that you are actually hearing stuff and seeing stuff, even though your body is in a closed room with no light and no sound, you're hearing people talk in your dream, you're feeling things, you're seeing things, you're seeing light. How can your mind do that off just a chemical being released in your brain, creating all that world? with just a tiny little bit of that chemical. And when you die, all of it gets released. And so to me, like when all of it gets released, it restarts your whole life over again. And you see everyone that you loved once again. And the reason you have like deja vu where you feel like you've been there before 
or you've seen it somehow and you just know, like, I feel like it's you remembering that you lived this life before and like all the people that you know in your life that are your friends, like when you meet them, you like almost just know right away, like that you're just going to be friends with them for the rest of your life. Like I've like certain people, like the people right in front of me right now, like when I met you guys, there was just something about you where I just like somehow knew I, w- I would be friends with you for the long term. And I can't explain it, but like to me, that's like the dopamine uh, or that's just my brain uh, recalling like the previous life uh, of like experience that I've had before. And so I like that idea to me. I think that a lot of people believe in religion because they want to believe in some sort of thing in the afterlife to give them peace and make them okay with dying. But to me, I think everyone should have their own definition of what happens when you die that makes you happy. And to me, I'm not saying that what I'm, what I think is the answer or the truth or right. It's just, to me, that's what makes me happy. And to Pat's point, like you should try to live the best life that you can. Cause what if this was a loop and like, you're just going to be stuck. Are you going to be stuck in a loop of misery all the time? Are you going to make your life the best life possible as if it is your only life? And to me, that's the answer because I, to me, I refuse to believe in a simple answer such as shutting off the TV or in a black abyss. I refuse to believe in a simplistic answer for a universe that I see is way more complex than anything. And we don't even understand half the shit out there. Like we're cavemen to the people that are 2000 years down the road from us. Like cavemen couldn't fathom TVs or holograms, anything like that. And we, we see it. It's normal. And so like the universe is just so complex and there's so much more to discover quantum physics and everything uh, that I'm not going to settle for a simple answer of, well, when you die, it's just over. Cause to me that would make life meaningless and no purpose. And I don't believe that God did all this for no reason. That's my answer. Oh, I got anything, Patty? Boom. No, because like honestly, I'm fucking fried right now. <laughs> so, audience, just to let you know. Well, we'll tell you. We'll say it after I get it. But also, I think to summarize this entire conversation, I think you put it perfectly in your in your, sentence, answer in your sentence that you put of your belief with religion is to cope, and this is kind of why I get this to cope with your death and how your mortality ultimately is going to be seen and what is going to happen after that that's that's what religion is yeah. it's coping with death and it's finding a way to have some kind of hope that there is something after the afterlife and i think that's what they're all, that's what we're all chasing yeah the question of you know so this gets so deep but like what is the meaning of life and ask it i don't know yeah. fbg what do you yeah, think, baby what do you think always, bitches always, get money yes. be curious about it <laughs> the meaning of life is happiness like, yeah, happy. The whole point of this your is happiness find, is the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, really whatever your hap- whatever your happiness is, that's what it should be. Yeah, if your happiness is dropping into Verdansk. It should be dropping. Fuck into yeah, that's, dude. That's I mean, it's Verdansk twenty four seven. Yeah, sign me up. What about Pacific? So it's the next map. But uh, oh, I had something I was going to say like briefly, but I forgot what it was. So it's cool. Austin, I think you that you um, so I think you summarized that up perfectly. I think I that. At the end of the day, religion, non-religion, cults, whatever you want to call it, we are all searching for the answer. The answer yeah. and the answer to our mortality. I'm going to share a quote, too. Whatever the mortality is, go ahead. That just, well, just made me you think can. No, I'm good. You're okay. Go for well, it. it's an Albert Einstein quote, because like, he said, like, what's the purpose of life? And 
we said happiness. Uh, like it reminded me of this quote that I heard from Albert Einstein. It says, "A calm and modest life brings more happiness than the pursuit of success combined with constant relentlessness." Yeah. So like, if you're always just like, if you never stop and pause to really like ponder and just soak in life and enjoy like a fucking leaf on the ground, which I think that anyone that's ever tripped acid or trees, I was gonna say, look at I don't believe you. I know like, you've enjoyed leaves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They can look at leaves on the ground and be like, this universe is so fucking outstanding, standingly beautiful that people are just typically driving their car. They don't even like notice the clouds. They don't care. They're not paying attention to them. When you like trip, you look at the clouds and it's like your first time seeing a cloud as a three-year-old again. You're just like, oh my God, that is incredible. It's whole like existence is just insane. So like if you never stop in life and sit and think about how incredible all this is, like how incredible it is that you're a human being and all this shit that's going on, we're driving cars and eating food and all this crazy shit. If that doesn't ever like wake you up in the middle of the night and blow your fucking mind, like what the fuck is this really? Then, and you're just always in the rat race, you're just never going to be happy. Like you got to stop and think about everything you have. Let's have drugs and drug use and that kind of stuff as a certain, it's a different shit. But I think that's a really good point that, it can open up your mind in so many different ways that it's just yeah, you know, it's just crazy. And I didn't mean to spin it off on the drugs. Like no, no, you can't no, do no. It if you only do no, drugs, but, it but has, like, the reason I have a leaf is because like I've seen a leaf from tripping and it just blew my fucking mind. And ever since then, like I've never looked at leaves the same. Where I've been right. like, I feel like people that never trip, they don't see and appreciate life as a work of art. But it has, do, do, it has to do. It has to about rat race. It has to do with spirituality. And yeah. Reality. Oh yeah, and appreciation and gratitude yeah. of right. the world. I just want to say, if my uh, current employer is listening, I've never even heard of cocaine. Shout out! Like that. <laughs> Pants of uh, cocaine. No, I, I appreciated the phrase rat race. It's a rich dad, poor dad um, reference. That's all. Well, I, I actually wasn't trying to reference that, but what do you, what do you, do you not like the word rat race? No, I love the word rat race. Okay, it's, it's, dead. it's a rat race. Because yeah, really he's a rich dad. So it's a yeah. rat race if you make it a rat race. Yeah, well, you shouldn't get caught up in the rat race and the traffic jam of everything. Yeah, you just right. take a moment to appreciate your family and like yeah. everything you have. You should buy cash flowing real estate so that you can't take a step. Take a step. Take a step back and, and fuck the daisies. Right? Is that what, is that what the saying is? I, I'll fuck a daisy. I'll fuck, fuck a couple fuck daisies. daisies too. You fucked a couple daisies. Yeah, really good for you. Yeah. Not the uh, actual flower. Like bitches. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, it was actually the flower now that I think of it. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so the Mayflower. Let's get to let's get let's as we're wrapping up oh, close to this thing. What's this? Uh oh. LA's up one nothing to watch the game. Um I did my rant, but I'm gonna do a real quick sports uh, sports minute. Yeah, and then we'll get to these two guys over here. So if one of you guys wants to take out your if you don't have anything, that's good. I know, but I want to get some. But if you guys want to take out your phone real quick and time me on the sports minute. You do it, Pat, because I'm gonna look up something. I get it. That's cool because I was starting to. I was, you have I, a rant, right? I was getting, yeah, I do, but I was getting to the end of this he's getting, deal. He's I was like, wow. So I think that was a really good conversation. I think that that I was, was at, I was at we my, got, got to a certain point. So uh, I was at right. my limit. Do you have your, you have your uh, time? Stopwatch up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, ready? Yep. Boom. All right. Cardinals, uh, a little disappointed, but, you know, Scherzer. He stuck his dick out, put his ball sack on the on the table, and he he beat us fair and square. So, um, Wainwright pitched a hell of a game. He's a forty year old, excited for next year. 
Uh, Michigan still beat Nebraska. They didn't cover for me. I didn't win my bet. Oh, well. Still riding. They're 6-0, 5-0, whatever they are. Undefeated. Heading into a bye week. They're good to go. All right. Here are my plays this weekend uh, for bets. Uh, NCAA is Saturday. I like Oklahoma State, Texas, the over 59.5. They're going to kill that. Oklahoma, Texas went way over, so we're good to go. Kentucky plus 23.5. There's no way the Georgia's are going to beat them by more than that. Take that one. Old Miss at Tennessee, minus three. Take them on that. Sunday, I got 10 seconds real quick. Bucks, NFL Bucks, seven point favorites. Take them at Philly. Chargers, Cardinals, money line, underdogs away. Take them. I know I'm a minute over. Fuck you. <laughs> Bills, Monday night. Bills, five and a half point underdog at the Titans, or favorites at the Titans. They're going to destroy the Titans. Take that. I'm going to win you a bunch of money. Thank you. 12 seconds over. Thank you. Let's talk about college football set for a second. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to pee. So I don't know. Yeah, you go ahead and take a bunch of shit about it. that. I kind of, part of me wants to like your bet with taking Kentucky under 20. They're going to lose to Georgia. There's no doubt about it. They are. Yes. Right? yes. Like, I, part of me wants to think they'll, they, that they will cover that 23 and a half. Yeah. Or that Georgia won't. Rather, right, but then part of me thinks that Georgia is such a fucking stout. Georgia is right such now. a powerhouse. Right this now. is their fucking year, man. Unbelievable. Alabama Kentucky, lost. Kentucky is sneaky. Alabama did lose. Let's talk about that for briefly. Which yeah. I had, I had last week. I had Alabama covering seventeen and a half. They fucked me. Um, I'm just gonna say, Ken, Kentucky sneaky good. Interesting team. Interesting team. They're undefeated going into. The Georgia game at Georgia. Georgia's got a good defense. Unbelievable scoring defense. Unbelievable defense. It's just 24 points. 24 points. It's 23 and a half. Essentially 24 points for them to be beating Kentucky over. It just seems like a lot. Yeah. It just seems like a lot. I think that's a good line. Especially because Georgia is that that high or that heavy of a uh, offense. I I just think this is going to be a lower scoring game. I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky loses by – Two or three touchdowns, but I still cover if they lose by three touchdowns. So I, think, I just think it's a lot. It's kind of like my sorry, but I mean it's kind of like my pick last week where I went with the Alabama Ole Miss over. Yeah, because I thought that they were just going to fucking blow the doors off, but they ended up not. So like, I think this is a game where the experts are saying, yeah, they're going to blow this team up. They're going to destroy them. I think it's going to be a little closer than I think, and I think it's easy money if I put on Kentucky. Okay, like I, I think that I think that twenty three or whatever, I think it's a very fair line for Kentucky. I, really, I think it's it's a good line, but it's a normal line. Georgia's an easy favorite. Their defense is fucking nasty, but Kentucky's been kind of nasty this year. And so, I, like, part of me wants to think that Georgia will blow the fuck out of Kentucky, but maybe Kentucky. Kentucky might just be a really good fucking team. And I will say, I will say too that so obviously Vegas or at some point, so I use FanDuel. Vegas or FanDuel are setting these odds to where I'm betting off of. They're not dumb. Like, they know how to make money. They yeah. know how to make money off this stuff. That number is going to be very close. I just think that, you know, that's where it's going to be at. By the way, I'm also going to start tracking my bets here. I'm going to get a little serious. There you I'm go. going to start tracking my bets to start trying to build, because we're math guys here, right? To start building a little bit of an algorithm. Nice. So where I can look at, okay, a team's got this much, they're favored by this much, or the over-under is this much, and I can evaluate and be like, I want to take that bet, I want to take that bet, I want to take that bet. Now, as an as a ultimate sports fan, I know that that's all bullshit, 
it's kind of like the roulette. Nah, hey, man. That's it's, it's a little bit machine it's, learning. It's kind of like giving myself the best luck that I can with different odds. So it's like, I want to say it's a little bit better odds than looking at the roulette table and looking at the fucking screen that said, oh, well, fuck, it hit black 10 times in a row. It's got to hit red. We all know as, as math guys, there's no better chance that it's going to hit black or green or red. Well, I won't say green because green yeah, is obviously yeah. a little bit different probability. But there's no better chance of it hitting black or red no matter how many times it hits. It's the same probability at the same time. Right. But what I'm hoping with this algorithm is, is that kind of what I'm looking at is, for example, hey, this over-under is 45. These teams have put up 30-plus points in the last three games. Odds are they're going to put up 25, 30 points in this game. Pick the over on this, and you're going to make money. Yeah. To that one quick point, um, I think that's a good idea, and you should definitely do that. But one thing that I've heard people doing that Washington Mike will, has told me is that you can listen to sports podcasts where they have like yeah. sports scientists that like look at algorithms and stuff like that, and they talk about why they think this team's going to be better than this team and who's going to win. You can, and he said they're pretty good usually. Like they're usually pretty spot. Yeah, and I, and I think so. It's a good sorry, and it's a good. It's a good mix because I know enough about numbers and I can play right. with equations and do that. But also, I'm a sports nut. So I also know enough of, like, for example, John Gruden, RIP. Uh, that guy, again, dumbass. But for He's, you who were talking know, about Urban Meyer last he, week, this was yeah, worse. It's like he sent a bunch of like racist, homophobic, misogynist emails like 10 years ago they dug up he got fired whatever so i know that the raiders he, he, he left but right he, he, was, he resigned it was bad he was gonna get fired. it was a bad deal so i know that going into the next game okay the raiders are favored by whatever points well that's also not taking into the fact that they're losing their head coach they're going in here i'm, I'm if the other team if the other team and i'm gonna seriously look at that line the other team is underdogs taking that underdog because there's a lot of shit going on in that in that team that I think that hey, this is a this is a good chance for me to win some money. I can win some money on this team that's that's swatting on the hill. I can I can see the logic there. Yeah, and it's fun. It's a good time. So bring up a little point about your uh, about your sports betting deal. So uh, I'm glad you only do five to ten dollars. By the way, uh, dude, I'm not gonna go broke. I'm okay, good. Because it is, it is not. It's betting. Betting responsibly on this podcast. Again, my units are five or five. My half unit is five dollars. Full unit ten dollars. Pack go ahead. All right. So um, I'm rich. I think that <laughs> the more and more that I think about it, the more I think that sports betting is almost the same type of game as uh, like day trading. If you fucking know your goddamn sports, then bet on that shit, dude. And let's talk about data science. We talked about it earlier. This is what the motherfuckers that you just mentioned are doing. They're taking. Rows and rows and rows of big fucking data and churning it with machine learning algorithms. And honestly, that's what Vegas is doing. Yes. As well, to come up with these lines. Yeah. But it's up to if you want to goddamn make money, the analytical way. There's two there's two ways to go about. There's the analytical way, and then there's the I know my fucking eyeballs and I know that LSU is gonna win by fucking 20 points. But if you want to take the analytical way, then you just Train the best fucking machine learning algorithm possible that says Texas A and M is going to beat Alabama this week, or they likely won't lose by twenty or whatever right. the line was. They end up goddamn beating them. Yeah, if you can fucking figure that out, if you're a good data scientist or if you're a good fucking eyeball sports fan, then 
you have a good chance of that's, winning money. That's such a good point to make because that's kind of the, the thing that I was making with it. And I, I incorrectly said, well, I can make more money. I can make more money sports betting than I can, you know, putting in my money in stocks, which is incorrect. You always invest long-term, in what you long-term, long-term stocks, I can do that. But to your point, day trading, I know so many sports. I know so much more about sports than I do about day trading yeah. that I could make more money off of 100%. sports betting than day trading. Yep. Last week, I was plus. I was in the plus. I probably made 30 or 40 bucks. Don't, on be, afraid to do it. Hey, Don't be afraid to do it. What you should do is track when you do have your algorithm figured out. Yeah. Track how many times you're getting it right and like see if there's a pin there. And then like if you're willing to, maybe every other time up the ante, maybe like I'm gonna do five dollars, but I've noticed I've gotten the last six right. I'm gonna do a hundred so that's the next I'll do five. So that's why I'm building the algorithm is, is like, okay, so I'm how I you bet I bet the these yeah, I bet these certain games and I've won on just for example, I've won on these money lines in this situation. These guys were three-point underdogs, and I put a money line bet on every single one of them, and each one of them won. Yep. So if I look at a three-point money line, a three-point dog, yeah. three-point dog, and I say these guys are just as good as the other one, I put a little extra money on them, and they win. Yep. Then to your point exactly, that's that's There's identifying. Some reason why you shouldn't, right? That's you identif- trust yourself a little bit, you know? right? It's identifying the options that I can win at. It's Do calculated I, risk, you yeah, know? and that's it's reducing, exactly calculated. Reducing the risk by calculating because sports is the ultimate. To me, sports is the ultimate reality show. There is nothing yeah, in my. There is nothing in my. Like there is nothing in my opinion that is fake about sports. That is um, staged. Just people want to might want to argue with me or whatever. But to me, it's the ultimate reality show, and you never know what's going to go on. You can kind of predict, and that's what makes it so fun, though. That's why it's betting. It's like, ah, I think this is going to happen. And I got betting like enough money. And then money. when you watch it, you're like very oh, into it. You're and like, so oh, that's, I want to see it. So, so that's that's another part of it is, is that obviously I ride or die Michigan with this. I don't really have a dog in the fight in the NFL. Putting money on it. Yeah, like, you still only care. Real, 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 real quick yeah, example. Yeah, real quick example because I don't want to get too long with this. But two weeks ago, I bet the Kansas State-Oklahoma game. And it was on TV, so I could watch it. And um, Oklahoma was favored by, I think it was like seven and a half or something like that. But Kansas State was losing by 13. I was like, fuck. I was so pissed off. I was watching the game. And they kicked it off at the very end of the game. Kansas State ran it back for a touchdown. And they scored. And I was like, fuck yeah. I was screaming in my room. And I was like, fuck yeah. Because they ended up covering. And I won that bet because of some garbage time recovery touchdown or whatever so to your point i don't have a i don't have a horse in this race yeah like in st louis i don't have a horse in this race with this kind of stuff and it gives me a horse it's fun to watch you know, i'm putting out i'm putting out my life savings on this shit yeah. it's money that i can just kind of like play with and do that kind of stuff i'm not yeah. trying to make a living off of it right it's just a lot of fun it's and, and I, that's kind of what i'm trying to get to it's a hobby that can, it's a hobby that can make you money it's just just as a little second you can bet on you can bet on my friend. Uh, bet on so he found shit, some where he can bet on anything, and he made eight hundred dollars in five days. I was like, "Holy so fuck, much shit, dude! It's ridiculous." It, I mean, you know what that is, Jake? Real quick, you like it's, it's uh, hurry, shit. hurry up, because I've been That's sitting here. I'm fucked. You took it from me. I was sitting here for the last. I've been, been sitting here for the last fifteen minutes talking about sports, and we're all talking about sports in like like thirty seconds in. But um, watch a fucking cry about it. No, because you're <laughs> fucking. You're fucking busted. You don't know shit.
Download FanDuel. No free ads. Can I have an input? Download FanDuel. I'm just saying download FanDuel. No free ads. And bet with me. And bet with me. I'm Let me say this about. I you already did. Let me say this about. I mean, I had a small spiel. It was. Yeah, you guys railed for a long time. And I just like have a few interesting. I just wanted to say a few interesting things to say about you. I'm thinking about sports. So. What's you don't know shit about sport. Half mentioned this, but I think I'm not sure if any of the audience heard me. But um, as long as you're careful about it, like if you bet on sports, you have a chance of winning and losing. Check technically, that's a cheaper hobby than, for example, me going to play 18 holes of golf twice a week. You know what I mean? That's just straight 40 or 50 dollars out of right. my pocket. Second of all, it's casual. Do you know that we know somebody who can build a machine learning algorithm that might be able to predict two outcomes of games? No, Pat, Steve, know that. Well, I was going for me. I don't know, Steve. Do you, can you build one? I he can knows build, about APIs. I can build. Yeah. Well, I guess I, you do too. APIs would build the data set. Well, why don't we? The algorithm, but I also, I also know sports. Like, I know. Okay. If, if, you, if my, I see this working, I'll be money. Why do you look at what the program says and say, that's what I'm saying. Know, we might, this is the one of the ones and we track that to where it says, like, yeah. this is going to be a fucking million dollar idea, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm try. so excited about this. I'll be. I, I'd love to be optimistic about it, but reality is that any, that any optimistic, optimistic that. More than likely, any any algorithm that I come up with, I'm not a genius. I, I'm not a genius machine learning guy. But you can program. But I can. Well, I can. Train, you don't have to come up. With I can still train a machine learning algorithm. If it ends up like winning more bets than it loses, then it might be kind of fun. And this would be more Andy, interesting. Andy, cut to all me. this. Cut all this stuff. Yeah, we don't want to see. This is all fun. But <laughs> no, people do this. <laughs> this is. This is, uh, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people use data die. science to try to beat. I know, well, absolutely. But I didn't think about this because, Pat, sorry, real quick. You know sports. I know sports. You could build an algorithm. Yeah. We could cross reference Probably cross reference it with the algorithm and be like, yeah, let's bet this one. Does that stop it? Yeah. One? And this is something Dude, as well. We should do this. And this is something as well that um, one of, I had two financial goals this year. One was to buy a cash line fourplex, which was if that bitch is going to cash flow anytime real soon. But I got that one done. And then originally I was going to try to uh, build a trading bot that would trade stocks and you know other securities. Okay. Shit like that. But I gave up uh, quickly on that idea because I, what I know best is real estate. I don't know stocks and shit that well. But I also fucking know sports pretty well. So I feel like if I could train a model that way, that may be profitable. It's more interesting to me. Why not play with it? And we start small. It's fun. That's a fine idea. So I think, but I also think we need to focus on a couple sports that we want to definitely take advantage of. Sure. Go ahead. One thing I'll, one piece of advice I'll give is take historical data from the past. Don't try to like make an algorithm based off what you're, what's happening now and trying to figure it out. Take what's known, all the right. data, all the numbers, and then create an algorithm off that to use yeah. to predict the future. See yeah, what I'm saying? the bigger data set, the better. And it's obviously you're not going to go with data from 1950s. You're going to try. Yeah. To, you're going to try to go with the last. Not too. Current. You're going to try to go with the last hundred thousand or million games in the last fucking five years. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, well, if we can, from the 60s. If we can, we can break this out. Shout out. Washington Mike hit us up. Um, if he, if, yeah. if he, he's big into this. I mean, I know he's, he's big, big into, into this, this too. Yeah. So like, if we can build something, Friday. if we can build so something, ready. if we can build. Wait, Jamie, you're in town Friday. Yeah, I'll be there. 
Mike actually fuck said yeah. he wants to hang out with us and Alex and Nerdy, and so we so, all go. Fuck yeah! So I think us. that I think that we take advantage of NFL or college football or something like that. That we know there's no reason why we shouldn't. We all have the minds to be able to do this yeah. shit like easily. We got slides. Me and Pat got the guts because we know what we know what goes on. But I know some coding too, to be honest. Like I actually do know. Learn to code, Austin. More than Pat realizes, actually, not as much as Pat. I, mean, I do understand. I can read a code. Fucking that, that's great, Austin. But build a goddamn machine learning algorithm by Friday. Day and I'll believe that you can code. Oh, challenge accepted. Okay. Talk about it in the next pod. Yeah, we don't, it's going to be a quick discussion. You didn't do it. So. I don't know what a machine learning code is. <laughs> yeah, like, there well, you I'm go. Saying I can anyway, read code. I can read code. That's fine. Okay. Anyway, let's build like, mentality to contribute. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk off. <laughs> don't get that let's talk offline <laughs> here and, and, and talk about that. So, sure. all right. Let's start a Snapchat group. Go ahead. Snapchat right. group. I, I, I'll right. be quick because I, I know you. Yeah, you. Wherever yeah. you're at. I really don't have a rant. I'll just say that my whatever my last thing I said was for about the religion topic is my rant. But okay. the one I'll just make a hot topic comment. Yeah. I'll just say that fucking Captain Marvel is a bitch and she should not be leading the Avengers in the future, in my opinion. That's something I'm very uh why? Because there's something I like her. I think she's hot and she's cool. Uh-huh. Um what the fuck is her name man? Uh Jamie? Uh, I know her name and I'm blanking on it. I know it too. I just can't. She was in 21 Jump Street. Yeah. And I liked her a lot in 21 Jump Street. And I wish you would have been that person in. Brie Larson? Yeah, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Thank yeah. you, Jamie. And I wish she would have been that person in the MCU because then she would have been perfect for the role. There's something about her that just seems like she doesn't have the chemistry with the rest of the Avengers that I just don't like. And she's apparently going to be the one that is the most powerful Avenger and leads the Avenger. And she just kind of came in at the you know 11th hour and just kind of stole the show. And I don't feel like she's fit to fill Iron Man's role. And she's just, for some reason, she just, there's something about it. Hey, I don't know why she's well, just a bitch to me. Spoiler, uh, Iron Man's dead, right? Yeah. Did you not know that? No, I knew that. Have you seen that game? The last, the last one, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, but she they're now they're and, and Captain America is old now. So there's gonna be a new leader of the Avengers, and Captain Marvel is supposed to be her, that, and she's also supposed to be the strongest Avenger too. It's so, it's kind of annoying that like she so just who is at the eleventh hour. And who is the strongest this. Avenger? Before her? Um, the Hulk. I mean, someone say Hulk or Thor. I don't know. I think Doctor Strange is actually pretty powerful. Are they phasing out Thor? Or are they- no, not at all. They have Thor, uh, Love and Thunder coming up. Okay. Um, this so year, why did Eternals they, why is did coming they, up, and then Spider-Man. So why did they phase out Iron Man? Because they didn't want to just keep rehashing things, and they needed to get, like, Robert Downey Jr. is getting old. Yeah. And if any of, like, I always thought, like, if any of the Avengers actually died, they would be fucked because they could not replace them, just like what happened with Black Panther. Like, Jeff, Chadwick Boseman, yeah. R.I.P., he died, and... Uh, like they can't just put someone in to fill his shoes. Like it wouldn't be the same. It's like when you get picked for a role in the MCU, like it's almost like you were born to be that character. And like, they don't just interchange people. Like you are that character forever in the MCU. And they're not just going to do you injustice by replacing you. And so Robert Downey Jr. is getting older. I think he was kind of getting like sick of doing it. And they needed to find a way to exit him and Captain America uh, in a way that, you know, didn't destroy the storyline or, didn't just abruptly rip them out of the storyline and cause you know things to not be uh, seamless, but so they they got rid of them in a way. But 
they also want to make room for new characters. So there's going to be so many new characters coming out. They're going to start exploring the weirder side of the MCU. They kind of stayed in the practical realm where it's like, yeah, I could see Iron Man being a real thing. Like I could see like a genetic mutation, like the Hulk. Like, and then now they're getting phasing into like the magic and like the weird and the crazy interdimensional multiverse like side of Marvel. So apologize because I'm not super into. I am. I, I mean, I like this stuff. I, I love the movies. And yeah. Like, um, Spider Man is DC, right? No, 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 no. MCU. Okay. It's Sony. Wonder Woman. Where's Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman's MC, or DC. Sorry. Okay. So Spider Man. That answers my question because I thought Wonder Woman. No. Shout out, real, real quick. Um, Chadwick Boseman, yeah. Um, I think his best role, one of his best roles, is in sixty-two or forty-two. Forty-two, yeah, yes, yeah. forty-two. Wasn't that his first? Jackie, role? Jenny Robinson movie. That's his first movie, I think. I don't know if it was. I don't know, but it was. Yeah, as a baseball fan, fantastic movie, great movie. Everybody should watch it if you're a baseball fan. Also, reading Moneyball right now, Pat. I know you're. I know you're a big reading guy. That's so I'm reading Moneyball. Moneyball, another fantastic movie. Another great read from the thing. Do you read all the time? You want to talk about data science? Uh, I don't read, read all the time, ball. but I, I really I read I read like that's why I got we find something yeah, like you want to read. When I read when metrics. I read, I read stuff that's interesting to me. So Moneyball, you know Moneyball. Yeah, I this. Brad Pitt. To the, to the listeners <laughs> that don't know, Moneyball is based on the Oakland Athletics that basically have built their team around um, analytics. And not paying everybody a bunch of money. So they basically brought in, they basically said, fuck these old scouts who've looked at all these players that are like, oh, he's a good body guy or he's a good face guy or whatever. They look at his stats and they look at the statistics and stuff and say, on base percentage. On base percentage. Billy B. Yes. Best front office people on his. He got the most out of his, that athletics team that just spent no money and got the most wins. I think. Where I'm reading the book, I think it was 2002, 2003. Albeit they had some rookies that were really, really good. You argue about that. Um, I think that they spent like a million dollars per win, and they won like a hundred. They won like a hundred games. So like the Genius. the book is fantastic. Read it again. A little segue because Chadwick Boseman goes right. to DC. Yeah, he was no, no, goes in, not oh, DC. sorry DC goes into Marvel. Fantastic yeah. in 42, but um, yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's just good, a, I love I love Marvel movies too, so it's also good to kind of hear. We can have some geek out. Captain Marvel uh, taking over. Just, she's a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'll just, I would agree. It's a little bit kind of weird. Interesting. Interesting part of Moneyball is that it took the A's so long to actually start winning that year. They were like battling under five hundred and five hundred before they finally took off in a twenty game winning streak. So that was actually a really interesting part of the plot of the movie. I think. It, and sorry, Austin. I'm just trying to close so you guys can talk about whatever. You want. No, I haven't. Have it. So go ahead, close. I was just gonna say, like, to close up the Captain Marvel. Yeah. We have to come back to it. Just Captain Marvel, like, chill the fuck out. Seriously, like, just, just chill. Yeah, I but agree. If you, but if you want to bang, like, hit me up in my life. Yeah. Hit Austin up. Thank you. Uh, but I agree. Like, she's she's coming in hot, and needs to. She needs to tone it she down. She needs to tone it down. She wasn't there for all. Tone it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tone it. Get a couple movies out before yeah. you take over this. She came in right? acting like she fucking did everything. Let Sam, let Samuel Jackson take over the entire thing for a little while. Yeah, seriously. Then, then, she, then she can hang over a little bit later. She's yeah. she's next in line. I agree. Amen. But going back to Moneyball, um, I think, and I'm I'm interested to read the book. I'm only like you know 
twenty percent in or whatever. I got the Kindle. I got, We're all going to be gambling at it. I got the, I got the Kindle, which says how how like what percentage I'm into the book. Twenty percent into the book, but when I watched the movie, they neglected to to like have the fact that they had freaking Barry Zito and they had Miguel Tejada, Eric Chavez, all these dudes that like were studs that eventually got paid, but they because the MLBs rules are so ridiculous that you can you have control over a player for seven years that they had these solid solid rookie players and then they plugged in some of these like scott hatterberg and the the pitcher that they had the goofy windup yeah and jb ricard and that kind of people like they plugged those people that were the money ball guys but in reality like you had really good rookies too that i'm interested to read the book and see how they how they play into that okay. with the book. Because that's the one thing, again, as, as a huge, and I won't understate this, huge baseball fan that I am, that's one thing that I was like kind of questioning during the movie is like, all right, well, what about Chavez? Like, what about Tata? Like, what about all these guys that are legit studs that you're playing, that you're getting yeah. production out of, but they're not your money ball kind of guys. Well, you'll probably get your answer because there's not a single sport in the world that can be numberfied whatever right. than baseball. So most you can put that yeah. in numbers better yeah. than any other sport. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why I love it so much. Yeah. You it's so everything cool. down to a number. Yeah. Makes fantasy baseball the most fun. It's the best fantasy sport. And we can make a lot of money betting on baseball too. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear it. What do you got? What are you ranting about? So my rant is um, I'll I'll just brief it by explaining what the keto diet is uh, real quick. So I'll be fine. You as I'm finished. You it's it's going to be it's going to be fitness. Let's just you To be to be fair, I had quite a bit of that goddamn Italian fucking amaretto shit, and I'm a little fried. That's decent. Fried by the end of that. By the way, uh, shout out Di Serono. Me and Pat have drank a whole bottle of Di Serono tonight, so we're good to go. Yeah, no, for it's sure. not too strong. Yeah. No, it really isn't. It, it, it's like perfect for a. Night, I used you know? to drink an entire bottle on that Wednesday. Oh, you'll have a. I was more sad about. I was more sad about drinking that amount of sugar than I was. Uh, but um, I just want to brief everybody and just say what the keto diet is. It's it's a very extremely low carb diet, which be careful with because your central nervous system relies on carbs to run properly. And Austin's like, oh, it's dude. too dangerous to be on that keto for too long. So it's it's, it's feeding. I would, I would say it depends on the different body. It depends on everybody's different body, but, right, but it's, it's dangerous to do. It's dangerous to do strenuous activities under keto because you know your it's central nervous system. How do you jerk off? Pretty strenuously, pretty strenuously. Then I would probably eat a few carbs. For it's it. like it's like two hands going like you know. Yeah, two hands trying to dig in that hole. And so, and so I don't have a. I don't, I've got a different point about this. I don't have. I just want to say I don't have a problem with the keto diet. Like another thing is, is that when your body has to use amino acids for energy, then it doesn't build as much muscle. But basically, I took a note about this the other day. But I've been getting into like cooking and I'm interested in seeing different recipes recently. And it's something that I'm really going to pursue probably more once November rolls around. But something I kind of thought of was like, I wonder if there's some kind of like, you know, it's kind of funny, but like a loaf of egg, for lack of a better term, that I can like throw in like a bread pan and, you know, with like 12 eggs or something like that with some more ingredients. And it comes up with kind of a loaf that is just a very good solid 
breakfast for bodybuilding. And why am I getting funny a looks? Loaf of, what do you mean? Why am I oh, getting funny looks by both? You said loaf of egg. egg. It, loaf I'm just egg. saying shape egg, like with bread with like some other goddamn recipe or some other goddamn ingredient, and put oh, it in the fucking okay. bread thing. And then and then it, it comes. Then you bake it. You're baking egg, I and know, then it comes out, bad. and then you fucking chop it up, and yeah. it's like that's a perfectly portioned, you know, egg that you can eat. That's yeah, all I'm saying. It's like easy recipes. Also, my thing is recipes, but I think this is still stupid. So, and so, so I, I, I just I had no clue. Sure, 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 sure. And, and it's just me, like that's and that's not really the real point either. It's just me, like brainstorming ideas, like fucking to my YouTube, basically. And I stumbled across out of nowhere. I guess when I type in egg loaf, it was an extremely popular, very, very popular keto dish, apparently, uh, that, that, some, that some chick came up with. And then, like, a few other guys, like, one, one dude, like, kind of stole from her but gave credit and was like, you know, I've just got to say it. Good. By the way, props to anybody who gives original credit. But, you know, he said, I got this idea from, from yeah, this post. Yeah, because he's giving original credit right now. <laughs> Why don't you stroke yourself off there speaking the I don't know their name, and I'm not. He's like, yeah. Anyone that gives credit out like me is the right source. You're amazing, basically. So I said, shout out. So I haven't even shout out to you. Amazing. But it was an extremely popular like recipe that went through like the keto community for a little bit. And this guy was like, so let's let's make this keto loaf of chef fucking egg or whatever. And he put in there the three main ingredients. Were again, this is keto, so very low carb. He put in like two eggs and then a fucking heap of cream cheese and a heap of butter. And I always thought that the point of doing a keto diet was to lose fucking weight, to lose fat because your body doesn't want to, you know, if you take all the carbs out of your diet, that's your body's preferred source of energy. So it has to burn fat. The idea is to not get fat. But in that whole recipe with those two eggs, that there's only 12 grams of protein in two eggs spread across that whole thing. And then you've got all these fucking awful fats that you're getting from the cream cheese and the fucking butter. And to be honest with you, both are like just in they're probably like both okay, like in small amounts, honestly. Fats are good for you. But when you have that much fat in your fucking diet, like isn't the whole idea completely fucking no. wasted? Like at that point. You're eating healthier if you portion your rice, but instead you're just throwing butter and fucking cream cheese and calling it a healthy fucking breakfast wow. or whatever. And isn't that that's basically fucking eating cheesecake? Go for it, but it's fucked. So, like the point of keto is to stock up on fats in the morning early, and then you stay away from uh, bread or meats. It's one of the two. Which one is it? Meats or bread? You definitely, only eat definitely meats. bread. Yeah, you don't eat bread. And like someone I know, like. They were on the keto diet, and they would put a stick of butter in their coffee in the yeah. morning, just to, just to get that fat—not the whole stick, but just like they put some butter in there. It actually makes it kind of creamy, and you basically just drink that to upload a bunch of fats earlier in your day, which is counterintuitive, like you're saying, but it actually works. We know someone that lost over a hundred pounds on keto. Yeah. Uh, well, when you're that fat, I mean, it's kind of takes. When you're that fat, it's going to work. He is, like, skinny now. And he's Dude, so Texas, was like, Texas Paco and Union Steve all both went on the, I don't know if it was the keto, but it was, it was, the, it was the low carb. It was a keto, keto carb diet. And they were the first person that introduced me to it. So the big part is, and I didn't, like, 
I didn't like track obviously what they were eating. Uh-huh. But shout out Sig Tob. We like to drink, right? So like what they would allegedly. drink allegedly. <laughs> what they would like to drink, if we did drink down there, uh, would be from beer to you know, you're going with diet soda and and whiskey or straight up whiskey. And that was the carb, you know, getting rid of the carbs on the outside. Again, I didn't know what they ate. Yeah. But um, yeah, but shout out Texas Paco and Union Steve. Yeah, hell yeah. Union Steve. I mean, Texas Paco. Union Steve looks like he's a fucking. He looks like a pad over here. Yeah, you wouldn't even recognize him. Steve's a fucking tank, man. It is. Second Steve reference tonight, by the way. But yeah, it is kind of that's way too much. It is not healthy for you to do for extended periods of time. Like you're not supposed to do it for too long. Like like you said, everyone's body's different, so it's different time lengths for different people. But you can't just live off the keto diet for too long because it's really harmful to your body. But like my whole point is that you should try to get a good if you're not going to eat carbs, fine. But you should try to get a good balance of like protein to fat ratio. And I just mentioned fucking couple of eggs. And then a couple of heap of fucking heap of fucking cream cheese, which is like eighty percent fat, and then a heap of butter, which is a hundred percent fucking fat. And so you're getting like twelve grams in this whole shit. You're getting twelve grams of protein, and then like fucking hundred and fifty grams of fat. Like you're supposed to get a better fucking balance, in my opinion, on the on a on a keto diet done correctly. And so I also want to talk about when. YouTube has that algorithm where you fucking find the right words and shit. And I found this guy who who uh I don't know you're talking about. What? Yeah. I don't know I don't know if you do, and I honestly don't know his name. I subscribe to him. He this this guy like runs I, I'll say he runs a solid channel, like all his videos are his name is jerking off. He cuts sure. out he cuts out all the bullshit. I don't know his name. I'm talking about I, I subscribe to him, but like he keeps his videos to three and four minutes about all these all these recipes. And he also, and I'm interested in this, but he also like uses artificial sweeteners instead of sugar. And I looked into them and I was like, damn, I, this makes a lot of sense. I might do this. But if you look at his fucking video history, he found out the money word was fucking keto, obviously. Yeah. So he, he fucking puts keto in every one of his goddamn titles because he knows it's going to make him 10 times the amount of money as opposed to what he started with. Okay. Even if it's a non-keto, which, which was healthy, this and that. He always, then he started calling it keto this. Like it, it enforced his content to become keto. Right. I got a little it's, more of it. It's keto, it's not quiche. Because essentially what you described earlier is like making a quiche. I mean, out of fucking cream <laughs> cheese and that much cream cheese and butter, I honestly thought that was cheesecake. Well, right. quiche is like a, yeah, I mean, you could, you could throw. You I could feel like quiche, quiche is mostly like, egg, though. I always thought that quiche was quiche is a lot egg, but it's pretty close. Okay, well, maybe maybe cheesecake is just like fucking quiche, but with a less egg and more cream. No, cheese. quiche cheesecake okay. is more cheese, but less egg. but I just want to say like, and I got some big cake. Real, real quick, like I, I looked into this guy's like, I, I went to his videos and sorted by oldest. And found his shit, and it was always healthiest this or that. Healthiest this or that. There were about 25, 30 videos that got like several thousand views. And then he made a keto diet and put keto in the title. And that one today has like over a million. He fucking like multiplied his number of viewers on one video by 100 just by putting the word fucking keto. 
that's and got you. Baiting. people do it all right. the time that's great but it's like there's but that's the whole point of like it so he's like now he's learned and you know what great for him he's taking advantage of like what youtube is giving him he's he's bust honestly he's busted his ass to like get to where he is on his youtube sure. channel sure. but it's also like uh and, and honestly, I, I think his recipes, like I looked at it, like this guy, it's, it's still pretty good. Like this guy is like pretty, it's legit. The recipes I see, it's like, wow, that's, that's actually pretty cool. But like he's definitely solved. He's definitely figured out the yeah. keyword. You know what I mean? Have you, uh, have, okay, well, have you guys ever heard of mukbang? Because I, I thought yeah. you were going to say, I no. thought you were going to yes. say something about that. Have you heard of this guy like Nick Avocado? No, I'll find this guy. And I'll tell so you. Also, also, like mukbang, Pat, is where, People do like this, where they get like a ton of fast it's food. So gross! All of it. Like, look at this guy. So he he used to look what like look. He used to look like that, right? And he is so fucking fat now. And for the like, listeners, he's eating all these like fast the whole fast food menu. For the listeners, it's it's what looks delicious. What mukbang? What mukbang is? They basically just put a bunch of food in these idiots. Yeah. In case you don't know, they put a bunch of food in these people's faces, and they just just like gob them down and eat them. It's like almost it's like disgusting. an AS ASMR. Yeah. Or people eating food. It's disgusting. And they're giving themselves it's like gross. Like heart attacks. I got a heart attack just watching it. Like, look at this. Look what he's doing with Ranch Pet. That's so oh. fucking disgusting. Like, that, I can take a picture. That is so that. gross. Ugh. Dude, it's like. I think you're a Ranch guy. Okay, so this guy, this guy's channel. Are right. you a Ranch guy? So this guy's channel Pet? is called Joe Duff, the Diet Chef. Let's just see. Uh, just uh, okay. shout, shout out to him. Shout out. Run, no see, seems like he, he runs. He honestly runs like a good YouTube channel, but he figured out the keyword. You know, what's the question? Oh, you're a ranch guy. I like blue cheese more, baby. But I like ranch. Yeah, I like both. But I don't fucking pour it on my pizza. I'm absolutely a ranch guy. Blue oh, cheese dude. is disgusting. I'm not. Oh, I'm goodness. not a blue cheese guy. I like ranch. Blue cheese is so safe. If you haven't had real blue cheese, and if you've only had probably sauce. You have to have the blue cheese crumbles on a burger or some shit. I've had blue cheese crumbles on a burger. That's, that's lit. Yeah. But I'm not going to have blue cheese on a burger. Ranch is good, but I hate how people just douse it. And well, I like, I because to me, it, I think of it as clogging my arteries whenever I eat it. So I like, when I eat ranch, I like barely dip it in. Some people, I know Pat in this case, fucking dips his shit in ranch, sucks all the ranch off, and then eats the chicken wing. I witnessed it firsthand. Any rebuttal there, Pat? We talked about this before on one of the podcasts. I'm familiar with the difference between saturated fats, monounsaturated fats, polyunsaturated fats, and what you they just do. Went on a totally like, different. Plan. No, I'm totally not. Like ranch dressing and blue cheese dressing are made up of all those fats, and I'm really like I limit those bad types of fats throughout the day. That if I eat, oh, if I eat blue cheese once or twice a week in quantity, then it's going to be all right. Okay, yeah, so I'm not worried about blood. Would, would you suck a peen if I had a ranch on it? Dick. A pain, yeah. You mean a dick? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. What kind of reward is that? Is that a million dollars? No, it's fucking ranch dressing. <laughs> okay. What about, what about blue cheese? I'm just gonna sit here and not eat. <laughs> anyway, I think we. I love how this podcast always turns back into Pat eating wings. Yeah. It's just the like you can relate. Really honestly, honestly, we're gonna be in the afterlife of Pat's. Actually, the afterlife for Pat is going to be him, like, right. Scrooge McDuck diving into a pool of fucking <laughs> Wings have a place in my afterlife, there's no doubt. Yeah. Fucking just an endless supply of it. Yes, sir. Oh, that'd be so, honestly, I mean, this has been, a, to me, this has been a great podcast. I think we did a great balance of 
uh, serious and funny conversations. Um, I hope that you've learned something or at least learned something about us. But didn't get your feelings hurt, hopefully. And didn't get your feelings hurt. I don't think we said anything extremely um, offensive. negative and offensive. Again, I, I think that we've been very open with just kind of where we're at, what we think. And we're not demeaning anybody. What everybody else thinks, it's all about what you get, what you got, what gets you through, and, and all that. So, um, I think it was a great podcast, boys. I think a lot of people will enjoy this. I did too. I love your rants, Pat. Keep drowning yourself in ranch and blue cheese. I'm gonna get and, to very low body fat percentage and then just fucking yeah. So, Pat, Pat, just by the way, Pat is determined. Oliver's Pat is determination. Yeah, Pat is goals, goals with the Z. <laughs> he didn't eat anything over here because he's got goals disease, so he's rolling with it. But I stole some of your sushi and fucking had a lot of very sweet. You had two fucking pieces of sushi. I mean, I don't know. anyway. So well, uh, all that sweet ass amaretto, though. Whatever, that's what it is. But <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Don't take our advice for betting because it's terrible. And you won't make any money. You'll ruin, you'll ruin your life. Yeah, you'll I ruin promise, your life. Promise wink. you nothing good. Will yeah, come nothing will happen. Good will happen. Wink, wink. Risks are um, really bad for you. You should never take. Yeah, never take any risks. Don't do any of that. But um, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. As always. Um, anyway, we will. If not, we'll fuck eat my sack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck yourself. Now on the other side. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. And until next time, enjoy yourself. Signing off. Take care, motherfucker.